Bracton on Earthlets, my name's Conrad alongside my friend Fox, and welcome to the Spinner 2000 Collected Episodes. Our goal here is to collect our coverage of the top 2080s thrills and storylines in one place so you can easily listen to them in one go. It's a, a good, good accompaniment to reading the 2080 collections that, that are published by Rebellion and others, or just a way to hear us talk about the good stuff without being interrupted by all that other stuff. <laughs> This week, we're getting it going with Invasion! Oh my god, I love this comic book! <laughs> Invasion is the very first 2080 story. It's the first thrill and the first prog, and it was the longest running of the launch thrills going until Prog 51. Because it's the fucking best. <laughs> so in total, it goes from February 1977 to February 1978. It's all collected in one graphic novel, Invasion, Given it both barrels, which you can find on the 2080 web shop. Uh, oh my god. There, there was a physical version of it made as well, but it seems to be out of print, and the out of print ones are pretty pricey. Like I found it on Amazon, but it was like for a hundred bucks, basically. Uh, oh so the script robots for Invasion were primarily Jerry Finley Day, but also a little bit by Pat Mills and Chris Lauder. The art robots, there's a lot of them, were Jesus Blasco, Eric Bradbury, Mike Dory, both under his name and as Jay Clow, Pat Wright, Sarumpas, Ian Kennedy, Carlos Pino, and Luis Colado. The lettering robots include Bill Nuttall, Tom Frame, John Aldrich, Peter Knight, and Jack Potter. Wow. Uh, yeah, just, you know, this is one of the ones where they just, you know, they didn't really have a regular creative team. It shows a little bit sometimes. But I have a soft spot in my heart for Invasion. It, perfect yeah, comic. totally. It starts in 1999. It is a ridiculous, violent, ultra-violent, Red, <laughs> Red Dawn-esque romp through the English countryside. It's got some sci-fi stuff to, to spice things up. But really, it's just oh. about Bill Savage and his grim quest for vengeance, which I think we can all get behind and appreciate. Who it's, doesn't like a little bit of uh, shotgun vengeance? Absolutely. Yeah, I, th I think, as you can tell, it's a, definitely a personal favorite for Fox and I, and one that we still talk about, basically, just as a remember when this happened, and, man, we got to get back to these days kind of thing, like, to this very day. Yeah, well, because remember when it just used to be, where are we going this week, Savage? Oh, we're going here? I guess we're going to blow everything up. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, so, okay, Fox, we're about to get started on our Invasion coverage. What should people look out for as they read and listen to our coverage of Invasion? So, a big thing that I think that you should just watch for, and, and uh, like, this is some kind of credit to the writing team, whenever you see someone give Savage sass... <laughs> <laughs> they are going to, in that prog, be proven wrong in the most awesome way possible, and they still won't learn their lesson most of the time. <laughs> That's true. Uh, it, is, it is amazing how wrong everyone is and how all of his plans just fucking magically work, and they shouldn't. Like, 90% of these. I wrote all of them down that you should not be able to kill people <laughs> in these methods, but he does. Um, another thing to take a look for, and I, I don't know, like, I, this is my guess on how these things were written. Mm -hmm. They took a big hat, uh, when Gary Finley, or Jerry Finley Day wasn't around, and they said, all right, dig around, what's the setting? 
All right, so we're in the Highlands. We already know that. Uh, oh, look, it's like Biker Gang. Great. Um, so we're going to have them fight uh, Biker Volgons, and he's going to have some bikers. How does he die? All right, let's pick it out of the other hat. <laughs> like, it's it's just that fucking random sometimes, mm. and, and like tangentially connected to like what the thing is. Oh, we've got to save these cows because we need meat and we're in like the farmland mm-hmm. and then for whatever reason uh they just blow up a train right yeah, like right. all right <laughs> like that works hey why not you know i think yeah. definitely something else to keep an eye out for for our coverage is just how much we love bill savage it's really like <laughs> it was really this was something that especially that that i really appreciate for being just a fun action romp to really draw fox into this comic and make him be willing to sort of go through all the rest of this stuff it was definitely like this was the tipping scale an awesome an awesome like sort of fun thing to get in and you know whatever anyhow <laughs> let's uh, get let's get to our coverage and uh, if we, it's go to the distant future January 1st 1999 as the Volgons invade this is a dangerous time this is like Y2K time <laughs> absolutely all right and here we go Whoa. episode one progs one to five February and March 1977 real one invasion so fucking awesome so invasion starts january on january 1st 1999 the distant future (laughs) (laughs) just before y2k so it's sort of you know i you know to me this is sort of a premonition it's so old that y2k didn't even exist when this came out (laughs) that's what i mean this is what y2k was right it's uh it's the volgon empire which, or the Bogon Republic of Asia, I should say, <laughs> which is sort of a combination of Russia and China by way of the Nazis. And they really do ham it up on the faces. So it's pretty... Yeah, they've, like, they've got, yeah, they, they invade Western Europe and conquer it all instantly. They conquer uh, the England in the eight-hour war, they call it. And yeah, they really like all the, so the Volgans sort of wear like these big, you know, they all wear like helmets with death's heads on them and stuff. They're the bad guys. Yeah. Oh yeah. And like they, they draw close-ups of them and everybody's got weird like, exa- they've all got exaggerated like kind of, I don't know, like bestial, not not like animal faces. But definitely, but, like, no, I get where you're coming from. It's definitely like bestial and kind of intense. Yeah. Like they look like if you've ever seen like prop like anti like Nazi propaganda yeah. posters from like World War Two where they where they really like make these guys like they're they're like oh yeah like the Huns or something like that yeah, yeah. they really look like that I think well and I think we're glossing over an important fact that like so you've never heard of these guys but they're definitely invading and they've got oh, yeah. all of the tanks and they've got all of the people they've got all, all the, of nukes. the guns oh but by the way they also nuke the midlands <laughs> like yeah they just take out the middle of england like whatever <laughs> they just drop a nuclear bomb while all of their troops are setting foot and paratroopering into like england and they yeah. just take it over in eight hours. like no yeah. no deal it's easy super easy yeah. to take over a country yeah Look at us england told England totally surrenders, but you know who doesn't surrender, Fox? Oh. Lorry driver and all-around hard man, Bill Savage. I mean, one of easily the best things that this comic book has to offer, by the way, 
<laughs> this dude shows up with a double-barreled shotgun, and why is that? Yeah. Why is he well, his so wa- angry, Conrad? His wife and kids get killed when their house is hit by a stray tank shell. Like, so Savage is left with nothing. Like, He's got nothing left of his family, except for one thing, me shotgun. Oh, God. And it is me shotgun. <laughs> so he just pulls out this two-barrel shotgun and, like, with one, with one, with, like, one double-barrel blast takes down, like, a van full of Volga. Well, it's, it's at least, like, seven or eight people. Just, like, picks it up, yeah. shoots it, the cargo's fucking flying, and then there's one dude left, and what does he do? Oh, he just shoots him in the face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Britain surrendered. The war's over. I'm opening it up again. My war's just begun. It's oh, God. It's just <laughs> and so, amazing. And so the rest, of, the rest of these issues is sort of Savage taking the fight to the Volgans. He, uh, he kills a bunch more occupiers. He gets recruited by Lieutenant Peter Silk Which, into the resistance. Oh God! It's the it's the brigadier. I love the brigadier's name. There's a yeah. Oh, what's his name? I forget. I believe it's. Uh, I know it's. Uh, oh, Brigadier Bentley Pearson. Bentley Pearson. <laughs> He's super English. <laughs> <laughs> but so yeah, he joins. So Savage joins up with the resistance. Sort of. His sort of cell is sort of bossed around by uh, by by Silk, who's this guy with like sunglasses and a mustache. They get a sweet, they have a sweet like base in like, or we we get a sweet cutaway of a base. Oh, which is underneath a farm. Yeah, and is full of like jump jets and APCs and revenge missiles and stuff. Revenge. It's very um, like they, they had a similar cutout like this in one of the episodes of uh, Stranger by the Dozen, my Doctor Strange podcast, and like that where they showed the shield helicarrier. Yeah. I just love um, all these cutaways. Just remind me of being like a ten year old and designing my ultimate base and stuff. Yes, where there's a lot of very specific places for a lot of guns and weaponry <laughs> and vehicles and stuff, and then just kind of one tiny room for, like, living quarters. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, the living quarters section, section of this map... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, but the living quarters section of this map houses, like, five people, you know? Dude, it's nuts. I, yeah. How many... They, I, may, I remember the shot. It's like, we have, like, 50 to 100 tanks. Or- yeah, no, well, yeah, it's, like, it's, it's definitely, like... Like ten, it's like five tanks and like two jets, and then or maybe like a third jet and then a bunch of like uh, mortar emplacements and artillery pieces and stuff. It's way more than that there are people. But anyhow, uh, Savage joins the resistance and they kind of put him in a resistance cell with a bunch of other sort of regular guys that are fighting back. Mad dogs. There's a yeah, the mad dogs. There's a good part where he uh, where he's looks where he ferrets out um, saboteurs by looking at people's hands. Oh. And he's like... It was during the recruitment the, moment. Yeah. Because, like, there's all these guys being recruited, and he's like, let me see your hands. <laughs> well, so, like, the idea was everybody's a working-class man these, yeah. that these guerrilla fighters have decided to hire, right? They're like, okay, we're going to find people who are really rough and tumble, and this is one of the dudes is or Savage. Yeah. And so... <clears throat> He's like, oh, here's all the other people you're going to work with who are crazy blue-collar people like yourself. And yeah. they're like, oh, I'm a fisherman. And he's like, okay, cool. And everyone's like kind of naming off what they do. One guy's a miner. And so he's like, let me see everyone's hands. And yeah. like the fisherman drops his hands, and it's like, oh, yeah, you've got like 
you look like you've been holding a fish hook all your life. Check some yeah. sands. Okay, they're looking good. The miner is the only person that kind of gives some back chat. And he's like... And he shows his hand, and they're soft as a lady's handkerchief. Yeah. <laughs> he's the traitor! What does he do? How does Savage just, combat this situation? And, oh, Savage borrows, like, this dog hand's, like, a meatpacking hook and just hooks him right in the neck. <laughs> <laughs> because it's the awesome. way that this man solves problems is with a shotgun to people's faces and whatever's yeah. really around to stab a Volgon. He's a hard dude, man. And so... <laughs> And so it and and so the last story is them sort of leading an assault on a Trafalgar oh, Square. Yeah. They blow up Nelson's column and take down all these Volgans. Just eventually, eventually retreating to uh, the I- to the Isle of Dogs, which will be the new headquarters for the Mad Dogs in their war against the Volgs. Because obviously, <laughs> oh by the way, it's also completely abandoned because it got shelled to shit. And yeah. the Volgans go there, and no people go there. So, hey, perfect. Yeah. So, I think we're all pretty big on invasion, right? This is a fun, this is a good story. I mean, I would almost say, like, I mean, I will save sort of judgments for the end, but, like, this is yeah. this is worth a read. I would say that to anyone who's yeah, like, man. thinking about comic <laughs> books again. This is ridiculous. Invasion's good. It's sort of, it's sort of Death Wish meets Red Dawn, basically. Oh, God. Yeah, that's a really good that's a really good so, assessment. It's really like it's a really fun like it's 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 realistically drawn in sort of this very like action packed way and it's it's really neat. I mean, the fact that uh our main hero, the only like thing of excitement that he gets out of this five issue spread is that like he upgrades from a double barreled shotgun to an yeah, to a pump action a pump shotgun, action, and the reason he quotes is like, "Oh, I don't have to reload so often." Absolutely, <laughs> yeah, he's he's living the life. <laughs> All right. All right. Episode two, Prog six to ten, April nineteen seventy seven. Thrill one, invasion. You know, I uh, I really loved that they headlined the entire series we just read. Like sometimes it'll happen like second or third place in the last month that we read this time it uh-huh. started every single issue yeah actually it was really the order of the thrills was really consistent yeah this whole month like you could just really just bing bing like if you're reading them now you could really just go bing 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 and just read invasion for prog six invasion for prog seven invasion you know read all of them across one and then go to the next yeah. one and stuff like that which arguably this may have the only continuity in it and I say that kind of lightly only because he just talks about his kid and makes special reference this time, helps him figure out a problem. Yeah. Because yeah, I mean, kid. I mean, I think all of the, all of them, all the, all the stories have continuity oh, yeah, to yeah. one extent I mean, or another. Like Flesh are actually getting a story. That- yeah. Like I think Flesh and Harlem Heroes are the most like connected in terms of having a story, whereas the other, the other guys are sort of more, more story of the week things. Yeah, definitely. Although, yeah. This is still kind of almost my... Invasion is good, man. Yeah, we check back into the year 1999, the distant future, where, <laughs> where, where Bill Savage and his band of mad dogs fight against the invading Volgon Empire. You filthy vlogs! Or sorry, Volgs. Volgs. Yeah, I, so yeah. let's see. What Really, we should just recant. Hey, uh, what did the mad dogs uh, blow up this week? So, first issue, there wasn't anything. Second issue was like a train full of them smashed into a... Yeah, man, they, they, 
they did like a heist to um with like costumes and yeah. stuff to take out a, a Volgon general so that he'd be smashed by a train <laughs> full of his own men. And then take out a rocket launcher, shoot it at a helicopter that then hits the other helicopter. <laughs> That was good luck. That 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 one helicopter that was atta- I was attacking him and reprisal smashed into the other one. Dude, the, you know? He's just like this blue collar worker who just everything he does works. <laughs> like Bill Savage doesn't know how to fail. You know he doesn't know how to fail. He doesn't know how to get hurt. You know he just uh, just gets out there and he just destroys everything. But damn, does he love driving a lorry or a bus, as they're known in America? Yeah, that's the that's the third. Well, I th- I think a lorry is actually a truck. Is it a truck? Then, yeah, and then a bus is like an omnibus or something okay. like that. Well, that's he was I, really happy being behind. That was he was like, this is tits. Yeah, that's in the third episode <laughs> in in a Prague Prague Eight where they load a bunch of where all the Mad Dogs load their all their friends and families <laughs> like onto all civilians. Yeah, onto a bunch of double decker buses. <laughs> And then they drive them all up to, like, Heathrow Airport and put them on the Concorde 3, right? Yeah. Which is, which, by the way, this is, so they're bringing this entire, like, caravan of it, civilians to an they airport. They say it's, like, 5,000 people. Yeah, it, to a, <laughs> an airport that is heavily guarded by Volgans. Yep. Like, let's just drive them into the heart of it. Now, there was a good reason, and it was because of his... Well, they're trying to get everybody out of the, so that they... You know, there, there's been reprisals and stuff. They want to get people out of the country, so they put them on this hypersonic jet mm-hmm. to get them to to Canada and safety and stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah, but then, so as the plane takes off and a bunch of Volgon fighter jets come <laughs> to take them down, <laughs> oh, the, Volgons, the Volgons fire their heat-seeking missiles, but it turns out that the Concord 3 uses cold fusion, buddy. <laughs> this makes sense. So it doesn't produce any heat. So the heat-seeking missiles turn around and hit the very planes that fired them. But how did he know that, Conrad? Because my son, Kelvin, he was nuts on planes. Had models everywhere. Always going on about him, he was. (laughs) (laughs) He stopped now, though. Killed by a Vogon tank shell. Oh, God. Oh, it's sad. It's just everything. Like, you are reminded fairly constantly that his wife and son are very dead. And he's going to just destroy everything. He's going to take the Volgan Empire down with his bare hands. Well, no, sorry. Not with his bare hands, with his bare shotgun. Yeah, (laughs) which is still awesome. He's just still shotgunning people. He kicks people in the face and then shoots them. It's great. Uh, I mean, there's not really much... I mean... Let's see. So, in sorry, recounting what he's exploded because he also exploded a boat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the uh, what's the name of this boat? It's like yeah, the flag, the Volgon flagship Volga, oh, yeah. which fired on the British troop on the British Navy as they um, surrendered during Invasion Day. And <laughs> so it's like a reprisal. Exactly. So. <laughs> First, these guys at the start of this are, are getting kind of... So, this thing is going to be floating down the River Thames, which is a great place for an ambush, so I guess that's where you send your bestest boat. <laughs> uh, and these guys are like, hey, check this out. We've got it handled. Also, his number two guy, Silk, is like, you can't come because you don't yeah. know how to snorkel. Yeah, get out of here, Savage. We're going to go snorkel up and put some limpet mines on here. Oh, that's right, limpet. <laughs> 
And then Savage is like, oh, I've got another plan. Yeah, exactly. It, he's just like, in case it fails, we'll totally have this other way to beat them. Which is just signaling to you, by the way, yeah, they totally fail because of sound cannon. Yeah, they're hit by some sort of sonic weapon or whatever. So then it's up to Savage to just kind of shotgun everybody. <laughs> Not even kidding. And then, and then pour gas down the, po- po- the portal. The, you know, the port. like yeah 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 a porthole in the ship or whatever and then set it on fire and then it burns from the inside out it's just he he really wants to kill these people and he does it in more and more elaborate ways but I really like how they're always themed around what's going on for instance swinging on an anchor onto a ship to shoot a bunch of guys for yeah just he shotguns everybody it's excellent <laughs> every scene with him and that shotgun yeah. is great. <laughs> And then the third, and then the fi- our final story, which is the first, the first multi-part invasion story. I'll have you know, <laughs> uh, Silk and and Savage infiltrate, quote unquote, a uh, a, a prison camp on the moors of England, and <laughs> they guy. and and they take and, and, and they grab this aerospace engineer guy, and they're making their way out, but oh gosh, like their ride out has been killed and the car destroyed. And then there's a bunch of Volgon dogs attacking them. That's the cliffhanger. It's wild dogs versus mad dogs. <laughs> I was waiting for that. That was my favorite thing to see on the page. It's like, all right, so he's going to shoot uh, some dogs. <laughs> the other crazy dogs, and for, you'll be happy to know, at the, at, um, at the end of this story, there is another um, secret message That's to funny. be decoded using your red alert wallet. So what does it say? Because I have no so, idea. I'm going to paraphrase and, t- and say that uh, these dogs are mutants, specially bred to kill, and if you see them, you should notify your field commander. Oh, all right then. <laughs> yeah, so FYI, mutant dogs. I mean, Next really, week. what I love about talking about Invasion is that that's it. We got through all of this month, and in every yeah. single thing, he was doing something awesome. I mean, the nature of all of these comics, I think, is you have, like four to six pages to work with, you know? Yeah. There's not there's not a ton of space for, like, nuance. <laughs> no. <laughs> for so better or for worse, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, it's very, like, let's just have Savage kill all these dudes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, a page of setup, two, two pages of blasting, one page of wrap-up. There you go. They're brutally efficient at making them brutally efficient. <laughs> Episode 3, Progs 11 to 14. May 1977. So, first story of Invasion. Yeah, man. Invasion continues to be fun, I think. Uh, like, and, I've, I've yeah. got to say, the cliffhanger that they left us on with the dogs, like, Mad Dogs versus Mad Dogs, is, like, very anticlimactic. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, I think it, at least it's good that they're starting to move towards multi-issue storylines and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, we start off by completing the story for Blast Issue, where... Uh, Bill Savage, Peter Silk, and some POW guys were being tracked by attack dogs, mutated for murder by those filthy Volgans. It's pretty amazing, uh, the payoff as to why they pursue them. Yeah, it turns out that um, all the POW guys have, like, blood uh, sewn into (laughs) their POW camp uniform. Because that's how blood Yeah, and so... That means that the dogs can track them by smelling the blood in their clothes. How sinister. Uh, Luckily. Yes. (laughs) But luckily. Luckily, uh, Volgon Hovercraft comes by, (laughs) which Savage manages to damage with a shotgun blast, of course. (laughs) 
shotgun then, seems to be the panacea for all of his problems. I mean, when all you have is a shotgun, then the whole world looks like something that can be shotgun. <laughs> I feel like we've said that before uh, yeah. at the course of the podcast. Uh, well, Invasion is so wonderful. <laughs> but so, Savage, like, the hovercraft, like, pulls up, and Savage is basically freaking pegs the POW guy's uniform into the hovercraft. Which, I mean, which, goddamn. Which causes the, the the mutant dogs to jump in there, too, and just start killing everybody. And eventually, like, inside the Volgon hovercraft, eventually it just blows up. Yeah, which, I mean, like, I'm not even sure how that happened. It just, there was an explosion, and then a bunch of people and dogs are being flown all over the place. I, you know, it's just what we call uh, in the industry uh, good times. I mean, just damn. But, like, so that's what I mean. There was a little bit of a letdown with the dogs, but it still finishes the yeah. one invasion to finish with the with an explosion, usually caused by a shotgun. Indeed. So after that, there's a oh, one-off one the where the mad dogs take control of a train <laughs> leading to, like, a Vogon liquidation camp. And uh, they they blow the camp up. It's, it's good, times, you know. <laughs> this this is easily my favorite of the four this week, um, mostly because it it's like a super rushed. Um, they only have a couple of pages to really tell this story. It looked like yeah, and uh, so it's like you know just step one, like hey, we're eating at a what is it eels and sandwiches or something like eel and pie shop. Oh, Jesus. I mean, maybe maybe I don't understand British culture. Maybe there are some things, but I'm, I'm, that's what I'm I'm chalking it up to. Where like there's just they just eat jellied eels, you know? Oh God, that just sounds so fucking gross. <laughs> uh, so it really does. So all it is is just like, hey, lady, clear out of here because we're gonna. And he quite literally says, blow up the camp using the train as a bomb. Yeah. They then do that. <laughs> I mean, you can't call them liars, you know. And so the ladies moved her shop. And so, like, later, Bill's eating another, um, like, jellied eel or something. Yeah. And, she, and so the lady who owns the shop is like, Glad I took your advice, Bill, and moved me stool. And Bill's like, I am too, Lil. I like me eels jellied, not roasted. Because of the explosion. Because the explosion, it's, obviously. It's just so, and, like, by the way... He's, like, thumbing behind him where there's, like, a burning wreckage. Yeah, he's just pointing to the huge billowing smoke where the liquidation camp used to be. It's good times. <laughs> so, he, but so he basically destroys uh, a British death camp. With Yeah, well, a Volgon death camp killing um, British guys. Yeah. Yeah. Because these, cause these Volgons are commie Nazis, you know? They got all the... It's, it's just... It's All the, the stuff from both of them. The perfect storm of evil. Let's <laughs> let's put the death camp in the city because we already have trains running there. <laughs> yeah, it's convenient, you know. Oh, okay. Also, in the newly conquered place is where we go to for the for the last two progs, which is a connected stories of um, an assault on a Volgon oh, neutron God, bomb right. test site yeah. in the Do- Doomsdale, England. <laughs> Doomsdale. Which, yeah. uh, so I was, I was kind of, like, rested up, uh, uh-huh. like, reading this. Like, I was leaning back on a bunch of pillows and, you know, was maybe fading in and out of, of sleep. And every time I saw Doomsday, I'm like, why is a place called Doomsday? Like, I got very <laughs> fucking confused, so I had to reread this a couple of times. But <laughs> this, this, is, uh, this is my second favorite, and it's just because of, oh, no, maybe it's the next issue. 
I'm thinking of well, this. It's a two-part. It's a two-part story. So the first, or it's over two issues. So the first part of the story, like, starts with like Bill Savage, like watching like uh, Prince Charles or King Charles the Third addressing like the resistance and stuff. And some Volgons sort of come up on him watching TV, and Savage just kind of turns around and shotguns <laughs> all of them in the face. It's pretty and great. Then, then the last guy comes to check on his buddies who've just been shotgunned, and he smacks him in the face with the TV and kills him that way. I, it was, it's exactly what you wanted to have happen. Yeah. And so then Savage meets up with the resistance guy, guys, and um, they sort of meet a courier that says, you know, hey, there's going to be an assault on this neutron bomb test site in Doomsdale. <laughs> So they start heading out, you know. It's the uh, it's the hang glider guys. Well, that's that's the next issue. Exactly. So, so the next issue is all of the resistance guys drive up to observe this raid that the um, SAS, which like you know is like the Navy SEALs for the Brit- for, for for England, basically um, doing this assault. It doesn't feel right to Savage, and also uh, there's this like a. Uh, Brigadier General guy, this brigadier, mm-hmm. who's lording it over Bill Savage and being a real jerk to him and oh, stuff. And then they find that weird snitch. Yeah, well then, so like, so the brigadier's second-guessing everything Savage does. Like, you know, it's instead of relying on Savage. It's numbers. Yeah, and there's a, there's a big part where, like, uh, the brigadier says, we can rely on professionals to take down this enemy base. <laughs> Savage, you do what you're good at, which is long-distance driving, and that's BS. <laughs> It's, yeah, Bill Savage is best at killing people. And <laughs> yeah, it's not what I'm just calling in life until like driving is not what he's good at, you know. Yeah. But yeah, so they sort of pull up and they like sort of bump into some random dude who observes them talking about the uh, the assault. Mm. And the brigadier's like, ah, let him go. It's fine. I vouch for that guy. And that guy immediately runs the Volgons and says, there's some there's an assault coming. <laughs> and just for like it's, a small wad of cash. Yeah. In this case, it's the um, the SAA, SAS paragliders, <laughs> or parakites, or whatever. Oh, yeah, no, it is the parakites. They, like, jump out of the back of, like, a C-130, basically, with, like, hang gliders, and are going to hang glide into the enemy base, but because the Volg, the filthy Volgs have been um, tipped off, they show up with, like, a, a helicopter oh, and start God. machine gunning down the, God, the, the, uh, the SAS guys. Until one of them manages to knock the knock one of the planes loose a little bit, and then Savage is able to shotgun the. Uh, yeah, he's not kidding. The chopper. The dude weakens the chopper. Like this happens. This is like a very normal thing for an invasion. Uh, series, yeah, well, like from what I've seen, which yeah. is like the the guy. The SAS guy like awesome. fires a couple rounds from his. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, go oh, ahead oh, sorry, please. Oh, but yeah, the SAS guy fires a couple like bursts from his machine gun at the helicopter just to sort of knock it, like hit one of its rotors or something and starts coming down. And then it's flying right towards like Savage and the guys. And Savage is just like, here's my shotgun. (laughs) It was already crashing. He just had to kill two more people. Wouldn't have been good if if he had not like sated his, I don't know, possessed shotgun. Well, I mean, he definitely manages to sate it next as he (laughs) managed to see the uh, the rat and the guys that he ratted out to sort of driving down the road and Savage just fucking <laughs> kills them, man. The guys, the the, uh, the British, like the, uh, the the rat guys taking his money and Savage is like, you're getting your payoff, all right, scum, in hot lead. This is so amazing. 
And so with the um, with the SAS boys down, but the neutron bomb still underway, there's only one thing for it, and that's to uh, in, take in take out the base, Bill Savage style. <laughs> and that is the and end. the cliffhanger for next week. Yeah, that is the cliffhanger, Bill Savage style, which I guarantee will involve a lot of shotguns and explosions. Uh, this final piece, um, like, kind of signifies this like usual pattern that they have in invasion comics where it's like, look at these awesome guys, like go Britain. They're immediately dispatched. And then Bill Savage solves the problem with a shotgun. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, that seems reasonable. <laughs> I, I just, I have never seen any of these that I just fucking hate. No, man. It's, invasion is, remains super excellent. <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm surprised because so even now they're adding in some continuity, right? Like yeah. we've gone from, I, in fact, all of these were linked, including to the last, uh, the comic from last time. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate the addition of continuity and sort of building, like, it's not just one-offs of Savage sort of showing up places yeah. and shotgunning people, but making it more of a more of a story and things like that. I, I appreciate that effort. They also, you know? But they also don't ever play it. Like, it's a couple of... Like, no, I mean, at this point, for sure, it's guns. not like a, yeah, it's not like an operatic storyline or anything like that. <laughs> no. It's Bill Savage fixing problems. Episode 4. Progs 15 to 18. June 1977. Thrill 1. Invasion. <laughs> I mean, yeah, let's break it down. Yeah. So Invasion, I think, remains a great way to start any prog. Oh, it really is. Because <laughs> uh, things just kind of get crazy really fast when they stay that way. <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah. So last week we ended with Savage and Company seeing an SAS raid on a Volgon Neutrito bomb lab in Doomsdale, England go wrong. So this issue, the team tries to take it on themselves. Oh, and they do just such a bang-up job. It's great, man. So first, uh, Silk and the Brigadier try to sneak in past the guards by wearing, like, Volgon uniforms and walking through the gates and stuff. That's so lame. But it doesn't work because... The Volgons shout orders at them in English, and they respond, so they can't be Volgons. Attention! But, and then they just straighten up, and they're like, ah, yeah. uh, these guys are we got you. British people. <laughs> but, so Savage has to take things into his own hands, and it's great. It's just, oh. he, he, uh, he shotguns a couple people, uh, leaps the, sort of leapfrogs over the fence, An entire and then... Fence. And then he just, which has no barbed wire or anything, for this neutrino oh bomb testing facility. But what it does have is danger acid. <laughs> he, he shotguns everybody until he can find a, a, a 16-wheeler tanker truck full of acid. <laughs> De- danger acid, good point. Danger. Which he then backs into the facility building and the back blows open and just kind of basically just fills the whole building with deadly acid, I guess. And everyone just starts melting and dying. And mind you, after he's, like, hit, like, three or four guys with the truck, they're, like, getting crunched under the wheels. Yeah, so now it's time to escape because, you know, the acid. Right? <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, crap, i got to get out of here. Which, by the and way, they, they got super yeah. detailed with this face these next couple episodes. <laughs> yeah, like the opening of this one, you get some a real good look at at a Bill Savage's weird-ass team. Yeah. Oh, God. But, yeah, so, you know, success at Doomsdale. Good times. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, they thought he died, but then, you know, two panels later, he didn't. So. Yeah. 
that's like so that one's the I think that one's the best Savage one. Oh but god. There's a couple other good ones. Um the next the next prog a uh, a bounty hunter. Oh god. It, <laughs> this was so it's weird. weird. The crazy thing is that the bounty hunter is named Quarry. Oh yeah. And there's at least two Quarry puns per page. <laughs> My name's Quarry, and I always gets me Quarry. Yeah. You know? um, and like a couple, kills a couple other resistance leaders that Savage had teamed up with. All of them looking hyper British. Yeah, everybody's, everything's super British in this, in this issue, or in this, in this month of progs. Oh, yeah. But, um, so Savage manages to trick the, um, the, the uh, bounty hunter to driving off a cliff into a rock quarry. <laughs> so, like... You didn't. So you got. You didn't get the quarry you were counting on this time. Yeah. A quarry, the bounty hunter. <laughs> oh God. And, and and it ends with Savage putting out a wanted poster for every full Yeah. It's just everything was so ham. It was so hammy. Then in the next prog, um, a uh, this is weird. Savage basically just breaks up a slave market. Yeah. That's in downtown London. Like they're they're auctioning off British servicemen for stuff. I guess they aren't really clear. Yeah, they're just what, having fun auctioning slaves off. I guess on what the slaves were for, but I don't yeah. know. Oh no, they said it was for. They were working on like. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Estates and things like that. Right. So we're, yeah, to work on their new country estates, which we'll see next frog, I guess. <laughs> but Savage breaks it up. There's a pretty good part where someone's about to throw a. Uh, a napalm grenade. And he and just whips his hand. Whips his wrist so that he drops the grenade and uh, gets, and, and immolates himself, yeah. which is pretty Also, Savage rides a wrecking ball like a Miley Cyrus. <laughs> <laughs> to get away. I, I love this because it happens so much in Invasion. They just, like, just hand wave. Like, nah, this happens and everything's great. <laughs> The important thing to know about Bill Savage is that he's invincible <laughs> and can kill everybody really easily. <laughs> it's so true. Like, like, once you get past that point, it becomes a really fun comic. I, I mean, he just... It's kind of that weird opposite of Dan Dare. It's not that he's just pretentiously doing all the right things. He's just stupidly doing all the right things and using all of his blue-collar knowledge to do this thing. You can spend a lot of time being like, no, you'd be killed instantly. Yeah. A shotgun isn't that good from long range. But, I mean, in the hands of Bill Savage. All that stuff. But nah, nah, man. Like, just keep it going, you know? Yeah. In the in the last prog for the month, a, a no-good collaborator from the London Police Department leads the Vogs to Mad Dog HQ, and Savage are, and, and they raid them, and Savage and Silk are forced to take their show on the road, as London is now too hot for them. Oh, yeah. They're going to the countryside. This one was pretty fucking quick. Yeah, well, that, I mean, because it's just, like, it's a lot of, like, investigating, and then, like, tanks roll up, and... And then blow the shit out of everything. I mean, this was... So it's a loss, it's a rare loss for Savage, where he manages, you know, his in, his uh, invincibility just allows him to sort of... Observe him and, like, the other guys just kind of survive from overwhelming, ridiculous force, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's that's the problem with having this power. You live long enough to watch your friends die. <laughs> Except for yeah. Silk, who, I mean, is just a lucky dude. Totally, you know, he knows who, he knows <laughs> that if you stay close enough to the invincible guy, to go for it, so, you know? <laughs> Just follow him. <laughs> yeah. So in this month's um, ones, there's a couple Britishisms that I had to look up, actually, which is a 
kind of fun. So like when Savage goes to meet like the bounty hunter, he said he's he said he's going on me Todd. Oh yeah, what the hell? Which is a Cockney rhyming rhyming slang for on my own. Oh. So basically, on my own becomes on my Todd Sloan, which becomes on on me Todd. Oh. And Todd Sloan is like some jockey that was like disgraced or something like that. So it's like being uh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and then the collaborator guy that took down that took down Mad Do- that that took down the Island of Dogs was it says he's a member of the Flying Squad. Oh yeah. Which is basically an elite anti burglary police squad in oh, London. Oh okay. It sort of means that they don't have to deal with like normal jurisdictions and um and precincts and stuff, they can sort of go around the city. They're they kind of threw those guys under the bus in this comic then, because they were like, man, like half those people deserted to the other side. Yeah, you can't trust these cops, buddy. <laughs> it's as true then as it is. <laughs> <laughs> going to pull the Illuminati into this, too. I mean, I'm just saying that, like, you know, if there's a new evil regime in town, who's going to support them? The cops, they're used to supporting evil regimes. <laughs> oh. are now, I'm just saying. Anyhow, episode five, progs nineteen to twenty-three, July nineteen seventy-seven. Drill one, invasion. So yeah, you, you wouldn't think that what's essentially kind of the same story over and over again, like the Volgans are evil, Savage finds the evil Volgans, <laughs> then shotguns them, would remain like the greatest thing ever, but it totally does. I, I mean, he gets really <laughs> creative this round. Uh, I mean, just like right away. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess people are waiting a, uh, like a week or so in between each one of these, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I mean, this one's kind of one of my favorite just off of the yeah. like yeah. first issue. The the Prague nineteen story is basically so you might remember um, in the last in in Prague nineteen the Mad Dogs right. uh, uh, London base was destroyed by the Volgans. Yeah, and so they're sort of on the move at the moment. They end up going to a resistance base somewhere in the middle of England, which is being run basically by the um, by the British government. You know, like that brigadier mm-hmm. guy that's been a problem. Yeah, he's there. there being a snooty asshole. Yeah, and so he kind of sends Savage to basic training and like makes him put away his leather oh. jacket and like put on like um, like army sw- an army sweater and stuff. Yep. Looks like. Uh... Looks like one of the rest of the boys. Yeah. It's like super weird. Like this. I don't know. I feel like, does he really need to go to training camp after, you know, sinking a ship and. Well, that's what up, we think. Like, but I, you know, the brigadier has different ideas. He's a, he's a straight up and down guy who doesn't want, um, who doesn't believe in savages that an untrained dude like savage could possibly match up to the trained forces of, of British military. But he's so, so you, damn effective. The uh, so like a drill sergeant tries to whip Savage into shape and yells at him. Savage kicks that guy right in the oh. face <laughs> and then steals a jeep and drives off to find some action. Mm-hmm. Which he quickly does. He finds a uh, a highway being built by British slaves who have been disobedient and are about to, or they've been worked to the point of exhaustion, and so the Volgans are about to. Uh, to execute them, like by firing squad. Yeah, but instead, <laughs> Savage gets aboard a um, a road laying machine, <laughs> set it to maximum heat, and drives right over the Volgans, sort of 
crushing them in burning hot asphalt, basically. <laughs> it's uh, it's pretty terrifying looking. Like as he as he fires his shotgun with reckless abandon, and the Volgans are just like, we're burning in red hot tar." The heat's really on for them. We can't run away because the road melted and our boots are stuck fast in the tar of the road. (laughs) So it also also marks like the start of his uh, like weird quotes that sort of like it's it's topical one liners. (laughs) (laughs) Like, wait, what do you mean in that one? The heat's really on for you. Oh, yeah. Does. He does like one of these jokes when he murders people. No, well, after and then after he kills the Volgans and brings the prisoners back to the base, uh, Silk asks Savage where he was, and he says he went for a burn up, <laughs> <laughs> which I'm pretty sure is also British slang for something. I, it's just, it's pretty great. <laughs> oh, and then they, yeah, that's right. Then they're just like uh, they're berated by the colonel. Well, yeah, like the brigadier yells at them again, and they're just like, "Screw this! We're uh, taking some cars, and we're going to go on a on a Volgon killing tour of England, basically." Yeah, so you're going to see some sights. <laughs> yeah, and that's basically what the rest of the uh, of the adventures this Prague are. Um, oh, we see them. Yeah, we see them like driving down to like a service station where they get their van worked on. Um, but while they're there. There's a Volgon, a Volgon patrol drives in, and so they have to like pretend to be undercover in the um, in the restaurant of the in, in like the diner of the gas station, and Savage kills the, the Volgons by saying, "Coming up, Volgs, bacon, beans, and buckshot." Yeah. Start shotgunning them, and eventually they're on the run from Volgon motorcycle troops, and they manage to make friends with like a British biker gang that like. Oh, helps God. them fight back. Well, it's like they they this guy's last dying breath like calls these motorcyclists out. Oh, and yeah. they're getting it seems like they're getting pincered, but nope, it's just like a bunch of like really crazy looking motorcycle gang people. It's sort it's, of like semi skinhead motorcyclists. Yeah, it's Who kind knows? of intense. <laughs> but then they go to uh, Sandringham Manor, which is like this famous. Um, like I don't know if it's a castle. It's like an estate. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's 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 like a big house, like a Downton Abbey or something like that. And um, it's now the home of a bunch of of a Volgon leader. And they like uh, they like oh. shoot instead of shooting skeet, they shoot condemned British prisoners. Yeah, it's really horrific. <laughs> and there's like this big there's this big statue garden in the front of the of the house. And so Savage and the boys um, sneak in. They pretend to be the statues in the yard, and then they just kill all the Volgans. <laughs> they sort of great. as the they do. The chandelier swing was the best scene. Yeah, they they fight into the house. So there's like chandelier swinging. Um, at one point, one of the uh, one of the Volgan leaders is 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 like holed up in a room, and so Savage like peeks in, and the guy shoots him. But it turns out he just peeked in with like a uh, with like an the helmet from a suit of armor, and then Savage totally kills the dude with a ball and chain. Yep, it's throws awesome. it right at his face. <laughs> yeah, and just knocks him, knocks him right off the, uh, knocks him right off the roof. Hey, Bill Savage takes a lot of killing, and he deals it out. <laughs> Dies. <laughs> exactly. I just never die. I and 
by the way, this is also the first. I mean, it was sort of in the the last prog as well, but he gets like these crazy murder faces on. There's him. A, he's got two murder faces in this one because there's one where he's like painted as a statue and he's got yep. a shotgun. He's like, "That's right, Volg. Uncle Bill's paying a visit to your stately home. Here's our entrance fee in alt lead." <laughs> and he starts shotgunning everybody. It's and really great. And there's another one where he's got sort of the the knight's helmet with the like a bullet hole in it, and then the mason with the other hand. He's like wrong, and, and the bullgun's like, "You fool! I knew you would follow me, and I see your head." And he shoots, and then Savage says, "Up, uh, wrong head, Vogue. That was a steel one, but I'm a hard nut too." <laughs> he's really kind of nuts. It's it's here's awesome. Johnny face. Yeah, exactly. The the next story is like just a crazy oh. 100% action three-page invasion story. It's <laughs> so great. It's just like Savage is in like the southwest of England um, hanging out with some resistance fighters who have their own herds of sheep. Um, and like that's what they're able to like eat and not have to like um, and not have to swear fealty to the Volgon invaders. Yeah. Then the Volgons come and they machine gun all the sheep. And they're like, oh, no, we don't have any food. We're in trouble. But then Savage leads them on a raid of, like, a train. Mm. And on the train is a machine that you just toss random stuff into, and it outputs steaks. It's, which uh, is, yeah. It's a crazy science fiction machine. I don't know. And it, it's, uh, I think we had been talking about this earlier uh, the other day, which was, like, I love Invasion when it gets down to brass tacks. Like, there have been a few that have just been three-pagers, and they're just amazing still. Yeah. No, they can really just, like, this is just, like, here's the situation. Let's shotgun some people. Here's the resolution. <laughs> it's awesome. We know why you're here, because we need some extra pages for a different yeah. comic that's upcoming. <laughs> yeah, and then the the final story. One, we learned there are only two con- that only two kinds of Vogue meet Bill Savage, the dead and the dying. <laughs> And then uh, Savage infiltrates uh, an under-construction tunnel to try to liberate a resistance leader. But it yeah. turns out that the guy pretending to be the resistance leader is actually like a traitor or like a fake who tries to sell Savage out to the Volgons. Um, yeah. Savage kills that dude with a shovel to the neck. <laughs> <laughs> Drops a shitload of coal on the upcoming Volgon forces and then manages to escape in like a... Uh, a skyline coal belt thing, just sort of jumping in the water and then swimming to shore to safety. Uh, it's uh, it's pretty great. He so he lands in the water and then swims to shore, and then he says, "Now to start another wave of violence against the boys." <laughs> dude, it's just so amazing. Oh. Another wave of violence. <laughs> Ah, oh, it's good. Uh, the shovel to the neck is really amazing. <laughs> it's super. It's super violent. Like, it really is. It's pretty crazy. Oh, he used a lot of tools in this. Yeah, there's a lot going on in that one, man. Episode seven, Progs twenty four to twenty seven, August nineteen seventy seven. Through one invasion. <laughs> Anyone who doesn't love invasions of Olgon sympathizer fox. Ah. <laughs> uh, I yeah. <laughs> so so we start this month um, with Volgon anti-personnel missile tanks that guard the English-Scottish border. Which I don't know if like 
a missiles against random dudes trying to cross the border is really cost effective, but I'm not in charge <laughs> of this thing. Um, it's so heavily defended that even tough British resistance leader Bill Savage won't risk attacking them, though he does knock the crap out of a wrestling champ to prove that he's not a coward in that whole uh, wrestling's got rules, but I make me own rules. Just punches him in the face. Yeah. Well, he he, uh, he shotgun butts him in the face, triumphant return oh. of the shotgun this, this, this month. God, it's so good. But so the uh, the Scots decide to invade and cross the border anyway, because and things are going. Yeah, things are going well because their families are in Scotland and they're in England or whatever. Uh, they're they're having a bad time of it. So uh, Savage and his partner Lieutenant Peter Silk decide to support them by using a, a tree to catapult an improbable amount of stones from the ruins of Hadrian walls. Of, of Hadrian's Wall at the missile tanks. Which was, uh, like, some of the best foolishness this comic two, has ever pulled off. Two dudes with a tree and, like, a, 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 a partly a partly broken down wall put a steady stream over, like, a tw- over a 50-foot area <laughs> of, of constant barrage of boulder fire. It's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> but, but amazing because uh, you know yeah he's bill savage yeah t- i mean totally i'm just saying anyhow uh, they take control of one of the missile tanks and destroy the rest mark it down britain one volgs nil <laughs> so factor at optimum <laughs> so after this uh it's one of the greatest one-shot invasion stories of all time mm-hmm Savage and Silk are looking for a new base in the in the remains of Nova Town, a city that was newly built when the Volgs invaded back in, or sorry, in the distant future of 1999, and they covered it in nerve gas, killing everybody. Uh, Savage and Silk meet the only survivor of the attack who's gone like full cartoon prospector with a giant beard and stuff. <laughs> And they relax in the dirt, in the deserted city until suddenly a Vogue patrol shows up. They catch Savage in the bathtub, and oh yeah, he shoots them. Okay, he's got a <laughs> he's got a rubber yeah, ducky. Take a break. He's Let's got a rubber this. ducky in the bathtub with him, oh, yeah. and. They're like, oh, like we've got you in the bathtub. We're gonna kill you. And he's like, yeah, hey, check out this rubber ducky. It's a uh, British made and covering this British made shotgun. Like he's got the rubber ducky on top of the barrel of the shotgun <laughs> to like keep water from getting in, I think. And then he just shouts quack quack volts and he shoots them <laughs> and shotguns them all through the freaking rubber ducky thing. <laughs> Anyhow, um. Savage and Silk grab gas masks and detonate an unexploded nerve gas bomb that's just lying on the street. And this place won't do for a base. They got to move on and find something else. <laughs> just gas. Just just the image. There's like two images uh, of Savage in the bathtub with a rubber ducky and then a rubber ducky at the end of a shotgun that are just fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so then at a British holiday resort on like the seaside, I think, the Volg the Volgans are testing their new super speedboat. Savage and Silk meet an injured kind of navy dude, the former king of water speed. 
the boys inspire him to take his super speedboat out to ram the Volgon boat, where the Navy dude uh, both dies and breaks the world water speed record in the process. <laughs> but a lot of water's gonna flow under the bridge before the Volgs break us. <laughs> is how uh, Savage ends it. <laughs> And then finally, uh, hard resistance leader Bill Savage and his buddy Silk take out a Volga convoy on the Eng- on the English-Scottish border and learn that there's trouble in the Cordenoff ghetto in the Gorbals area of Glasgow, Scotland. Savage pole vaults over the wall of the ghetto, where he meets the Glasgow resistance, just as the liquidation order for the ghetto comes down from Volgon HQ. It's time for a breakout. And that's the uh, the big cliffhanger that will be resolved in future issues of Invasion. Because, of course, the great escape. Hey, why not? <laughs> Some good, good Invasion stuff this week, man. Oh, my that, God. The, uh, the pole vault over the wall is pretty funny. Um, oh, God. It's, yeah. uh, it's just like every shot that's in this, like, especially like the larger stuff that takes up like three quarters is almost all just fucking amazing <laughs> yeah there's one where uh like where they introduce the uh uh gorbel's ghetto that is like a wall with a bunch of like with a bunch of scots guys on one side of the wall and volgons on like a scissor lift on the other side of the wall and then in the foreground it's just bill savage and his shotgun saying but there ain't a cage or a wall that can hold bill savage <laughs> Just being uh, the amazing wild card that is this insane man with a shotgun. Absolutely. My, my personal favorite from this run was uh, like the shot of them shooting down at the Volgans, filling the whole place with nerve gas. Oh my gosh, that that was that was really good. Absolutely. It was a really good execution, kind of shot for shot. <laughs> All right. Sorry, I'm just no, really, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm a lot of people. No, absolutely, man. He pops that nerve gas, and like everybody's wearing, and like they're wearing gas masks. Everybody else is, and and there's a lot of. Uh, I'm always a big fan of um, in comic books where people say ah gas, you know, and, like hold yeah. their throats and stuff. There's a Volgon going like ah my lungs that I I really appreciate. It uh, it is it's um. Uh, I, he just does really... He actually doesn't kill people in one of these. Did you know that? Hmm. He doesn't kill Volgons in one of these comics. you know which one it is? Ooh. Uh, that's a good... Oh, I guess it's the, it's the boat one, right? Because the other yeah. guy kills the boat. He like, just shoots out the lights and knocks out a guy. Yeah, like Silken Savage tried to canoe out to take out this speedboat, but... That's about it. They they aren't they're they're actually unsuccessful in their mission in this one in the boat one. <laughs> yeah, we're for the first time, right? And so we. What's also interesting about this one is that uh, we also see him not using his shotgun in one of the shots, so that he mm. could knock the guy out and still hold the microphone. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, he's got the pistol instead. Oh, you know. That's how they goes. wanted that shot. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's not. Great. I prefer the shotgun, but you know, it's not always a uh, a multi-purpose weapon. You got to use other weapons occasionally. You know, well, that's how it goes. He, didn't he also use? I, they set this precedent, and like I think it was the last series, right? 
because he didn't have a shotgun in in his uh, in his comic. Yeah, I mean, he didn't have it in the summer special, but that doesn't yeah, yeah. the sci-fi. <laughs> You're like, now. no, that's trash. <laughs> I mean, I'm counting on things that are done by the actual creative team. You know, like of course. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no. I'm just saying, like, there was maybe they felt a little it'd bit be like exploring it, really. It'd be like talking about like, oh, oh well, you know, this happened in like Turkish Star Wars, so it's, <laughs> we could, it's still it's still canon for the regular movies, you know. Episode eight, Progs twenty eight to thirty one. September 1977. Thrill One Invasion. Hey, we're in Scotland this week with Invasion. <laughs> Prepare your bagpipes. <laughs> As we travel so, from uh, a camp to the Midlands, basically. We kind of go from like Glasgow to the Highlands, essentially. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so we last week, Savage infiltrated the uh, Gorbals ghetto in Glasgow. Gorbals being a, uh, a district in Glasgow, I guess. <laughs> Oh, I didn't actually know that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I figured... I, I hooked it up. <laughs> All right, sweet. Um, You'll be my historian through this romp. I'm trying to do my best, you know? <laughs> so now he's leading the breakout um, from the ghetto because it's about to be liquidated. And this is a bunch of good, good Vogue fighting action. The fight takes them into a rugby arena, and they, like, turn the lights on, the Vogues, and, like, shoot them down and stuff. A, uh, an elderly rugby player offers to help them. And they're like, no, so man, awesome. you're old. They're like, no man, you're old, get out of here. But eventually he ends up saving the day when the Volgans shoot a globe bomb at them, at the resistance fighters. Which, and the rugby... Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, which he can just, I guess, punt right behind him yeah, into it's a the, crowd of Volks. Yeah, it's the exact same size as like a rugby ball, so he just punts it away and like is a hero or whatever, gets shot down. Also wanted to give special mention to what they called uh, Savage's pump gun mm -hmm. but in this case it's just his shotgun but it can shoot grenades <laughs> well he has like a blank shell with a bunch of um like explosives jammed down the barrel or something like mm -hmm. that and so apparently that just propels the explosives forward like a rocket launcher i don't know i don't know how shotguns work but it seems pretty effective <laughs> it's awesome <laughs> so next up still making their escape uh the Volgans outfit a bunch of criminals from this big local prison with oh, flamethrowers to be soldiers to take down the resistance guys. So at first it's like, hey, we're English like you. Like, oh no, they're Volgans with flamethrowers. We're going to die. Um, the resistance guys make a big wall out of fire engines. <laughs> irony. And then, yep. And then, total irony. They don't use the fire engines to put out the fire. Instead... <laughs> They use the ladders on the fire engines to drop down among the attacking uh, convicts to be inside the range of their flamethrower so they can't use them, and they take them all out. And they make it okay, like hand-wavy okay, because one of the guys just, like, strangles a dude and says, oh, it's this guy, he's a strangler. Yeah, the G Glasgow Strangler or something like that. <laughs> yeah, get a taste of your own medicine. <laughs> of course. So then the resistance guys put on the criminals' uniforms and pretend to be them and um, put an ambush on the final line of guards, allowing the rebellions, now, the rebels, I should say, now in stolen Volgon tanks to roll their way out to the highlands. So freaking cool. It's good, man. Now in the highlands, the resistance convoy is attacked by Volgon jump jets. Such crap. 
one guy's like, oh, I'll take the, those jets out with my grenade. And it's like, that grenade isn't going to do anything against those jets, man. <laughs> like, you can't throw that thing at a plane that's going at supersonic speed, strafing everybody. That's ridiculous. Well, and he's the soldier. He's not the cop. Yeah. <clears throat> but so, so you should know better. Exactly. But eventually, Savage and the guys manage to trick the plane into flying into a bunch of nearby wires, which takes it out. But they're then attacked by sort of Volgon ground troops. They put on a holding action, and most of the Volgon resi- of the uh, Scottish Resistance guys are killed. And Silk and Savage escape on their own into the snowy mountaintops of the Highlands. Yeah, but poor soldier guy takes himself out with his grenade that he wanted to use the entire yeah, time. Yeah, he, uh, he, so, he, he suicides with the grenade and takes a bunch of Volgons out with him. Rest in peace, nameless dude. Nameless hey. Scotsman. You had one of those hats with a thingy on the top, and that's good enough for me. <laughs> um, in the snowy mountains of Scotland, the Volgs send ski troops after our guys, which I'm, I always appreciate ski troops. Me too. I actually really love a good ski assassin. The, uh, they chase Silk and Savage to this uh, ski lodge they find, and in front of the ski lodge is this uh, picket fence with a sign of, like, we're closed written on it. Savage they kill Sil- people so gruesome here. Savage and Silk grab this picket fence, and when a ski guy jumps over the hill and like goes to land on them, they hold up the fence instead, and it like cuts the dude in half or something. They, they don't really show it. They definitely kill this guy with this picket fence, with this like seven slats of a picket fence to kill this dude. <laughs> then two more, two more ski guys come flying at them, <laughs> and, and Savage grabs the dead ski dude's like ski poles and just holds them out and. I guess those two guys just slam into the ski poles and get skewered. Like, that's <laughs> definitely what's implied. Yep, uh, it's pretty gross. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, from inside the lodge, they're attacked by troops on a, uh, on a snowcat, one of those, like, tractor things with the, uh, the treads that lets you traverse snow and stuff. Get ready for incoming irony. As these guys with their snowcat enter the vehicle, Savage sets it up so they're attacked by Savage... Highland Wildcats, <laughs> which Savage learned about from a nearby uh, like display stand. Apparently, these Wildcats had gotten very large, living off the food left over in the lodge, I guess, or something. Yep. And even now, though he's a mad dog, and he never really <laughs> liked cats, he's beginning to like the Highlands. <laughs> yeah, I don't actually know if Highland Wildcats are a thing. I put a Highland Wildcat into Google, and all I get is, like, high school sports teams. <laughs> so it's just a, a made-up ocelot, basically. It, could, it very well could be, is what I'm trying to say. It's all right. Anyhow, this month of Progs ends with uh, Savage and Silk meeting up with some resistance dudes in a cave system in Scotland, where oh, apparently I'm so they'll be facing things for the future. Yeah, it's pretty, stu- it's, it's pretty awesome. And we're getting ready for the next big invasion chapter. And that's Invasion this month. Oh, damn, was it good. It was so good. Man, the breakout was really neat. There was a lot of, like, good, like, when they jump off the ladders of the fire trucks into the resist- into the, uh, oh, into yeah. the flamethrower dudes. I just, you know, it's just a lot of explosions this week. And yeah. uh, I really like the change-up that he's he's working with the Scots now. So there's not this power dynamic thing. They're just all fucking, like, crazy like yeah. him. And it's nice to, and it's interesting to see Savage like he's winning individual fights, but he's basically on the run at this point. Mm-hmm. Like it's he's not just sort of like winning constantly. 
he'll win a little bit, but he's got to keep on the move because he's, you know, he's a resist. He he is a resistance leader, not like a soldier that's like winning a battle. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and that's the thing is that <clears throat> he almost never keeps his troops. Uh, somebody always dies, or at least a couple people in these. Like yeah, it's, it's de- they really do kind of share casualties. Even though there's like this larger Volgon force that he just murders every episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's losing his guys pretty quickly as well. Yeah, just uh, I I don't know. I feel like those are the stakes you kind of set up. Like they're meant to be resistance, so there's uh, obviously a lot less of them than there are of anyone else. Yeah. So it kind of makes it all right. But um, I just want to take a moment to say. Uh, it's pretty impressive that driving into a building full of cats, then getting ripped apart by those cats could potentially happen. But, you know... It's super ridiculous. It's awesome. Uh, that's that's my top murder for this, <laughs> for this month of Prague. So I just want you to know. Awesome. Episode 10. Progs 32 to 36. October 1977. Drill 1. Invasion. Okay, so... Uh, the boys are still in Scotland. They're wreaking havoc in the Highlands. As you do. Yeah, of course. To stop them, the, uh, the Volgans have called in the evil Colonel Volgaska to bring them down. So, tough resistance fighter Bill Savage and his lieutenant Peter Silk get word of this new leader and head into town to take the, the, to take the Volg down. Uh, while casing the joint, they warn a cleaning lady to stay out of the colonel's office that night. And as the boys set up to snipe the colonel from a distance, they're confronted by the same old lady who jabs St- Savage with a poison-tipped spike as Vogon oh, no. troops appear. Yeah, she's the new colonel! Duper, Rosa. what a twist. Yeah, super duper, ultra twist. Rosa Volgaska. Silk and Savage are captured, and Savage is poisoned by Volgon Insanity Poison. <laughs> insanity <laughs> Poison. Yeah, because in the next prog, we open up with Savage screaming out loud. He's like, he keeps calling out for Nessie to come save him. <laughs> and the Volgs assume this means that he's calling out, because they're in Scotland and stuff, to the Loch Ness Monster to protect him or something. Um, to further rub in the propaganda victory of being able to execute Savage in front, um, on live TV, they take Savage and Silk down to the shore of Loch Ness. And as Savage calls out to Nessie, his call is answered! <laughs> kind of. Yeah, man. It's answered by Big Nessie McCarran, a... Uh, Lady of Size, who is a formerly a lorry driver and lady wrestler extraordinary. So, this is really cool. <laughs> she kind of climbs out of Loch Ness, like in a bathing suit with like a, a swim cap and goggles, <laughs> along with a bunch of other resistance guys and a bunch of guns and stuff. That's pretty great. Everyone's got AKs. Yeah, and so, every, and so the Volgs are all shot down, and... Nessie and uh, Colonel Volgaska get in a big wrestling match, and Nessie beats the crap out of her. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. The uh, kick to the face was gnarly, but there's there's these really good action shots of them just punching the hell out of each other. Yeah, Vol- Volgaska kicks Nessie in the face and flips her over her back, but then Nessie, like, 
Dex Volgaska like two or three times in her face. It's pretty awesome. Uh, Volgaska's about to use her secret ring to poison Nessie, but then uh, Savage shoots the ring right off her finger, which is pretty dope. Yeah, and uh, I guess, you know, we end with them both just kind of embracing over the fact that he's a real sweet talker. Well, like, you know, Savage has the nicest things. Um, oddly merciful, uh, they don't seem to kill Volgaska in the course of this uh, breakout. Oh, yeah, I feel like, well, I guess maybe he just doesn't straight walk up to people and execute them. He has to do it in ways where he's under attack, I guess. I guess, as we'll see in the next episode. <laughs> um, as in the next um, issue, in the next prog, uh, uh, the Resistance guys take down a, a Volgon collaborator in like a uh, armored personnel carrier, and then the the collaborator is like, hey, like you guys should stop fighting for your freedom and come hang out with me. We got cool collaborator benefits. And Savage is like, well, that sounds good to me. I'm collaborating. Hey, and, um, Conrad. Yeah. What are time pencil detonators? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna imagine that a time pencil detonator is a uh, timed you know a timed fuse on something or other. Let me look. Yeah. Let me ask Doctor Internet quickly. <laughs> this will be important to the story, I promise. Yeah. Okay. So a pencil bomb is a type of time bomb with a timer. So it, it is exactly time. a box of James Bond time pencil explosives. Yeah. I mean, that sounds right. <laughs> All right. And then I guess a, uh, a pencil detonator is a fuse that can be connected to a detonator for um, or a piece of like safety fuse. It's just, it's just a way of us of signaling a detonator. First used during World War II. Well, there we go. I've learned something this day. <laughs> I kind of learned something, too. I don't know. I just made that up from Wikipedia and from, like, vague <laughs> looks at Wikipedia entries. But basically, <laughs> Savage betrays, seems to betray his buddy. He's hanging out in the back of this APC as the collaborator drives. He looks at this uh, big crate of pencil detonators and uh, grenades. And after messing around with him a little bit, offers to drive the uh, APC thing. Drives it through the rich country estate of the collaborator guy right through a wall into a fancy dinner that a bunch of Volks are putting on. Savage then jumps out just in time as all the detonators he set in the back of the APC go off. There's a huge explosion completely destroying the main house and all the Volks inside. It's it's great. It is a massacre of a lot of people. Unhurting the explosion is the rich collaborator's Rolls Royce, which uh, Savage quickly steals and then drives off in, picking up his buddies on the way back. And they're all like, oh, you're not evil. And he's like, nope, and look at this great ride. Yeah, we're the fanciest um, rebellion cell in the the resistance. (laughs) It's pretty great. Yeah. So next up, uh, it's a rough time in the Scottish rebellion as woodsman rebels are unhappy with oilman rebels. Savage orders the two leaders of the different factions to duke it out, but as they do, they're um, arrested and picked up by Volgs. <gasps> so, you know, Kel horror. So it's time for the two factions to team up to free the uh, leaders. They, <laughs> the way they team up is pretty awesome. All right, so the two leaders are being held in this Volgon base. 
first the oil guys help out by creating a semi-diversion <laughs> um, by rolling a bunch of barrels of oil, you know, down the hill to, like, uh, get the Volg's attention. And they're all and like, then, whoa! And then the, 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 the woodsman guys on the other side of the base go to the Volgon flagpole and throw an ass load of axes <laughs> at the flagpole, creating this kind of axe ladder that allows Savage and Silk to make to climb up into the Volgon base, kill everybody, and free the leader, guys. It's good times. And then they, they have a big old party. Needs Everyone escapes. Yeah, big party. Savage eats a big old turkey leg. <laughs> Silk is like, Savage, did you uh, turn those guys in just so that they'd, we'd have this big mission and then we'd all be friends again? And Savage is like, oh, never tell. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> no, he says, says, oh, like, yeah, I sent him a note. You found it. Anyway, it worked, didn't it? <laughs> I'm the best. I it I mean he's really uh he's really good at killing Volgs, so I mean And team building, you know? Hire <laughs> through hire, hire Savage for your murder based uh team building excursion, you know, trust fall of doom and stuff. Oh, that's pretty <laughs> great. They say man is the most deadly prey, question mark. Hey, why not? So in the final prod we actually get a new innovation for two thousand AD. Which is we start getting credit cards, which is which are, you know, the the, the credit for the for that story of that Prague. Mm. So I can tell you that this final Prague, the script is by Chris Louder, the art is by Ian Kennedy, and the letterer is Tom Frame. Oh, cool. So slightly, actually, I think Kennedy's new on on Invasion because the art style changes from the previous Prague to this one, mm-hmm. but basically. The Volgans have finally completed the Trans-English Channel Tunnel. Oh, no! Um, after taking out a helicopter with a shotgun, Savage and Silk team up with French Resistance guys on the other side of the channel. The plan is underway. No! Basically, uh, you know, old school uh, Star Wars style, They uh, Savage and Silk pretend to be captured. And then they... Use they uh, start fighting everybody. They steal a Volgon jump jet being driven through the tunnel underground. Just like what? <laughs> they it's got a, it's got a VTOL you know it's vertical takeoff and landing. They they blast some holes in the side of the tunnel. Uh, swim up, uh, get fairly close to the top of the, of the hole, and then ejection seat to safety. <laughs> It's uh, it's pretty standard invasion fare, you know. The uh, tunnel's completely flooded <clears throat> and destroyed. Take that infrastructure project. <laughs> it's uh, it was very effective. Also, they got to uh, use ejector seats while underneath the water. So yeah, th- there was a lot of lot of technology in this one, just in terms of like ejector seats and tunnels and jump jets, things like that. Um, Savage and Silk were just sort of tooling around on a boat, and I sort of saw one jump jet, and then they're like, oh, they're going to send an attack helicopter after it. And uh, Savage is now actually pretty adept at just sort of shooting down helicopters with like, one <laughs> shotgun blast, which is pretty, a pretty good skill to have, frankly. I think so. I mean, <laughs> I can't think of situations where it wouldn't come in handy. Mm-hmm. Uh, although I will say it's weird that uh, that he... 
kind of was able to be in a plane and not be completely confused by it. Because usually well, think, he's like, ah, oh, technology, this is weird. Yeah, I think Silk was the one doing the uh, doing the flying. He's usually the technical guy. But it, oh, oh, I guess he probably team, says ejector you know? seat on the button or something. Yeah. It's just like, he knows his way around the cockpit a little bit too weird. Mm, could be. I mean, you know, Savage's technological knowledge sort of varies from time to time. This is what he needs it to be for the story, you know? <laughs> for sure. Episode 11. Progs 37 to 40. November 1977. Thrill 3. Invasion. So all of Invasion this month's written by uh, Gary... Finley Day, and sort of alternates between being drawn by uh, Char- Carlos Pino and Mike Dory. Both who do a great job on the prince's hair, by the way. A classwork. Ah, uh, the prince. So here's the deal, Fox. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we start with uh, with uh, Savage and Silk's rebels receiving arms and resupply via a English submarine. As uh, Savage and Silk toast in the uh, in the conning tower of the submarine with the uh, submarine captain, Savage notices someone coming out of a portal that shouldn't be there. <gasps> Sav- she jumps down and grabs the guy, and oh man, it's Prince John of England, the he, the definite child that exists. I mean, you know, <laughs> they did they did as good a job as they could with a Prince Charles who's currently unmarried. And without any children at the time of this comic book being written, you know? Um, yeah, I'm not saying that my illusion of, uh, of you know, 2000 AD being created by, uh, you know, these sort of hyper-intelligent alien overlords has come into question. I'm, I'm simply just, stating that there's some continuity errors. I'm just saying that uh, Prince John has way more hair circa 1999 than Prince William did. Zing! Boom. Oh, that was... <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's right. Come at me, royals. <laughs> oh, that's great. Anyhow, with uh, the prince... So Savage grabs the prince, and they're like freaking out. You guys got in, like you guys have to get this prince back to Canada. This is the the juiciest target the Vols could ever want. Mm. But as this is happening, this the uh, submarine is attacked by a Volgon jet. Oh no! <gasps> the jet uses their um, TV sensors. I don't know. There's something. <laughs> They got a TV screen on there, and it's able to zoom in and see that one of the people on the submarine lifeboats is Prince John. They they do regular scans of lifeboats so that they can see their victims before they murder them. It brings them greater pleasure. Volts mm-hmm. are evil. So anyhow, uh, the guys on the on the wreck of the submarine shoot down the shoot down the plane. The plane crashes into the submarine. The only survivors are Savage, Silk, and the Prince. Luckily. Because that way we'd have just enough characters. Yeah, but as the Vogue boat starts to close in on them, they gotta go. They're on the run with the prince. Oh, snap! What are they yeah. gonna do, man? The Vogons recover the jet's black box and see that the prince is here in England and now on the run. <laughs> they start to uh, broadcast it, and now savage has to deal with old sunbeam here we've landed ourselves the biggest load of bother since the invasion began <laughs> dude he uh yeah he gives some real real nice back chat to this uh to this princely character it's good man so next up the volgons are hot on the heels of the prince they deploy 
they're spider troopers who are these guys who basically uh, hang from the bottoms of helicopters by ropes and just sort of fly around that way. Oh my and God. they're just sort of flying over the Scottish countryside <laughs> looking, looking for signs weird. of the prince. Looking real weird. Yeah. At the resistance base, a no-good traitor identifies the prince and turns him into the Volgs. Which, by the way, he looks like a no-good traitor from all the no-good traitors I've ever seen. And I feel like... You know, I'm yes. not saying that you should just judge a dude by how he looks, but he could definitely work really hard to look more reliable. This guy's coat and uh, like paddy cap are the same plaid <laughs> color, which is not a good sign. No. He tries to steal the prince's ring, and Savage, sleeping, just pulls a shotgun out of his sleeping bag. <laughs> Apparently shot awesome. Savage sleeps with a shotgun ready. But <laughs> Always. The, uh, the the no-good trader or NGT, as I've written him down in my notes, uh, <laughs> sees the royal the royal signet on the prince's ring finger and is like, oh, wait, that's the prince. So he turns him into the Volgans and the Volgans come flying in to attack our guys. And the coolest thing in the world happens. So... The resistance guys are like, Savage, Silk, and the Prince, you guys run. We'll cover your escape. So, Harry, remember how, like, uh, two or three weeks ago, (laughs) or no, last week, I guess, there were those those resistance guys, and, like, some of them were woodcutter guys, and some of them were oil man guys? Oh, yeah. So they're still here. Being awesome. (laughs) We got these helicopter troops. These troops hanging from ropes on the bottom of helicopters. <laughs> Here's what our guys do. <laughs> First, the woodsman guys throw a hail of axes, a hail of, of thrown axes at the, at the guys suspended by ropes, cutting their ropes and the guys falling to their deaths as people shoot them as they fall. <laughs> It's pretty cool. It is so awesome. There's just this one picture of these guys and making throwing motions and like 20 axes flying into the air. It's really great. And just guys on ropes getting hit with axes. Yeah. Um, but that's not all. Well, right? then the oil guys get out their Molotov cocktails and just throw them straight at these helicopters, set them on fire as they shout like, I what, what I find particularly great is that they have, like, a, a kerosene canister, like, right next to them, and it just says North Sea Oil. This ain't yeah. no Volgan oil. This came from the North Sea, damn it. Well, listen. <laughs> these two guys, these two sets of guys, you know, one uh, guy's are woods guys, and they gotta use wood, like, wood-cutting-based attacks. <laughs> the other guys are oil guys, they gotta use oil-based attacks, you know? Exactly. It's, it's Pokemon is how it goes, basically. I was going to say we're operating G.I. Joe rules. If he's in a parka and snow outfit and has skis and walks around with, um, you know, those those ski sticks everywhere. Yeah. That uh, makes sense. He's probably a guy who's only <laughs> useful in the snow. <laughs> I'm just trying to imply that a couple of these guys are ass-type Pokemon, which is pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, the helicopter with... Um, with the with the NGT in it crashes, and as he lays dying, the no good traitor asks the prince, "Like, could you give me the royal pardon, sir?" <laughs> and as as he does, as this guy asks his dying breath to be pardoned for his misdeeds, Savage shoots him right in the back. <laughs> 
and kills him. Because he's a dog. He he flips over this guy's corpse, his eyes still open because he's dead. And it turns out he's got a knife in his hand and a roll of Volgon cash in his pocket because he's a no-good traitor. And uh, the prince's na- naivete is going to get us all killed. That's a stone-cold fact. I mean, look, Bill Savage will risk his neck up until a certain point. He's got Volgs to kill. I don't know, man. Yeah. Well, anyway, I'm going to save my, my tree ties on the prince later. <laughs> so, next up, Savage, Silk, and the prince are basically are on the run. That's how they're going to be for a while. They stop, yeah, they stop at a boarding house, and they're instantly recognized by the old ladies there. Mm-hmm. By like, the way, special mention, their haircuts are the most fabulous for this prog. Uh, they're just lovely ladies, lovely old ladies with their uh, commemorative uh, jubil- jubilee plate, you know, with, with their secret store of jubilee plates from his from the prince's grandmother's reign. Again, not recognizing that in fact Queen Elizabeth would still be ruling in twenty in uh, in, in in 1999, and in fact to this very day. <laughs> As they're doing this, a bunch of volks come in. They're being billeted in the um, inside the same boarding house that Savage and Silk and the Prince tried to go to because there's no Third Amendment in uh, England. That's right. Shots fired again. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to my Third Amendment heads, buddy. You can't billet troops here. That's elite. That's against the Constitution. <laughs> Anyhow. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, the Volgons are big jerks, and eventually they realize that it's the Prince and Savage, and so they make a call to Volgon Command before the uh, rebels have a chance to um, take them out, hit them upside the head with the bison, t- with the uh, with the Jubilee plates, and so forth and so on. Which is definitely what happened and how they got away. Yeah. So, but also the grandmas were like, "Get out of here! We'll take the heat." Yeah, so as our as our boys make the make their escape, the old ladies are taken away by Volgon uh, police, which totally and, sucks. Yeah, Savage is like, we got to keep going, and the prince is like, oh, he's gonna leave those ladies behind to get arrested and executed and stuff. Like you're a heartless Savage, and Savage is like, oh, I do what all I have to. So he pretty much. So at this point, the uh, the three of them put on disguises. Yep. They dress up like old ladies with umbrellas and stuff. They walk up to a Vogue um, checkpoint and just blast the hell out of them, killing them all. As they make their escape in a Vogue jeep, the prince puts it together. Oh, since we dressed up like old ladies to take out that roadblock, now the Vogons will just assume that those old ladies are probably us and that the old ladies and, or that the old ladies that were reported were us. And they'll let those arrested old ladies go. You're an old softy after all, aren't you, Savage? And Savage is like, um, let's get out of these uh, out of these old lady dresses because Bill Savage ain't gonna be your lady in waiting. <laughs> Which, you know, all right, man, it's all right. You don't have to have feelings. Yeah, but whatever. for the most part, I want to imagine that he was just gonna say, "No, I just want to dress up like a lady and shoot some volks." <laughs> so, our final uh, our final story the. Uh, the British military in exile sends a message, like via, but by, by a coded radio broadcast, to tell Savage, Silk, and the Prince to get to like a landing point. They're gonna do a diversion on one side of England and then send a destroyer in to snatch the Prince and get him out of there. Unfortunately, this plan <laughs> didn't take into account 
a um, Volgon scout plane being in the air at the same time. The plane blows up the destroyer coming to save the prince. The destroyer blows up the plane at the same time. <laughs> the crew piloting the plane hits their ejector seats and falls to and slowly falls to earth. Bill Savage is not pleased by this and quickly remedies starts, with shotgun. Just starts shotgunning up in the sky, <laughs> looking up with insane eyes as <laughs> he just shotguns the hell out of all ten, out of all ten dudes. Fall. You got to imagine that it's like one with each shot. That's like a dream for him. It's like it's raining Volgs, and they're just sitting there, and he can just shoot them with his shotgun. <laughs> exactly. Um, but then the prince tells him, oh, no, like those, those planes have a crew of 11. And so Savage has to pull out the, uh, one of the dead Volgons' guns and shoot the last remaining Volg right in the face with <laughs> a Volgon pistol. <laughs> Which, hey, it'll do. Anyhow, this whole time, uh, they've been sort of making fun of their... British military using all these acronyms and stuff. Mm-hmm. So he sent. So Savage sends them a message that says WTSS for saving the prince, which is wait till Savage says. Like a badass. Yep, yep, yep. Whoo! Wow. Um, man, oh man, do I love invasion? <laughs> it's good, man. This is um. We've had so many sort of episodic or one-part invasion stories that now getting to this point where it's a this big length story and and, and, and i believe we're actually just going to be in one continuous story until the end of invasion in a couple more months mm-hmm. um this whole prince thing it's a really interesting take on sort of these guys moving around like being on the run and stuff they've been cu- they've been fairly comfortable um, recently but now they're like we got to keep going we can't we, we can't stay still because we can't trust people to keep us safe because you have the prince who's such a high-value target, you know? Yeah, and I think um, he makes for a better foil than Silk, if that makes sense. Like, he's mm. got something to bounce ideas off of, and, you know, they're sometimes true, not always true ideas. They're, they're more likely than not, like, get them in pickles more than anything else. But <laughs> um, you also get, like, a little bit more character out of, you know, Savage other than just being this... Um, sort of ruthless dude, because uh, they yeah. kind of turned up the ruthlessness for this one, um, which I think was to kind of show off like this prince as this sort of less ruthless figure, much less obviously, and Silk, who just doesn't say or do anything, he just acts on Bill Savage's whim and, and is sort of his military man. So I, I yeah. think it's really working. Yeah, I think it's a good it's, it's a good set. Yes, yeah, Silk is more just sort of like an encyclopedia or someone who can sort of drive the pl- you know. As giving a reason why Savage, like why they'd be able to drive a tank or something like that. Like, oh, yeah, Silk was trained in that stuff. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, just in general, like, um, not as many Volgons killed as I think we're sort of used to. I mean, unless, I mean, that's, that's, that is, that is false. I mean, they killed, they killed, they killed all those dudes hanging from helicopters with thrown (laughs) axes. Savage killed 11, <laughs> 11 dudes as they fell from Earth on parachutes. <laughs> All right? They dressed up like old ladies and killed like 10 dudes at that, at that roadblock thing <laughs> while dressed like old ladies. This is... There's a lot of dead Volgons in these, in <laughs> these pages. You know what I mean? Oh, like I'm the, sorry. I must, I must have been reading the summer special or the... Uh... 
the the leash was the first one, and even then it had a jet crashing into a submarine <laughs> and there being huge explosions. Like we're getting we're getting deaths. That's a fact. I'm not <laughs> saying that this had some of the best uh, murders this comic, but I'm definitely saying that for this entire month they definitely had the best murder. I mean, I'm not. You know, I don't think it's the best. It's not the best that invade. It's not the best deaths we've seen in invasion. All right, nothing, nothing's going to be backing a, 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 a semi truck full of deadly acid into a building and then filling that building full of deadly acid. All right, <laughs> nothing's going to be. Still, I nothing's going to be having. Yeah, nothing's going to be having a road layer and then killing guys with it as their feet are stuck in red hot tar and then you just tar them into the roadway. Like these my, are my favorite is still shit, there's a helicopter, I shoot it, oh crap, there's another helicopter, oh don't worry, that helicopter crashed into another helicopter. Yeah, listen, these might not be the most iconic um, invasion deaths, you know, he's not, no, no rubber duckies were involved, but it's still, <laughs> these are still good. I, I may be good invasion murders. Asked to pull pull the teeth out a bit, but let me tell you, uh, I I really just I loved uh, the hatchet slash petrol murder that happened. Yeah, that remains real good. So so good. <laughs> just like oh, I understand why there are spider troops now. Not just because maybe that's kind of a cool kids' toy idea. But also because it makes them really easy, apparently, to hit with wood cutting axes. Absolutely. Episode 12, Progs 41 to 45, December 1977. Thrill 2 Invasion. So, All Invasion this week, or, or All Invasion in December of 1977, is Savage and Silk on the run with the Prince. Oh, it gets so great, too. Yeah, we start off with them sort of running into a. Balmoral Castle, which is you know one of the big like sort of country homes of the of, of the British royal family. Yeah. It's pretty it's pretty famous for like it's maintained um, deer herds and stuff. Oh man, but awesome! We find out that the um, Volgans have been hunting those deer herds to extinction. Oh, the butchers! Those jerks! Like they're like hunting them all down and not hunting them responsibly the way the the royal family does, I suppose. Uh-oh. <laughs> I so, mean, yeah, they're definitely hunting. Yeah. So as the uh, as our boys are sort of hunt, are sort of hiding in the undergrowth, they get found out and they run. They hide in a secluded area under a waterfall. That's one of like the prince's old uh, hiding spaces. Inside, they find like some shotgun shells, but they're only blanks. But and this as, is the coolest kill. As Volgon hunters come after him, Savage takes the blank shells and mounts. Big ass uh, deer skull on it. Also, in the under the waterfall is like this big deer skull, like a, a twelve point buck skull or yeah. something, with like a big, you know, with yeah, with with a twelve point rack on its head, basically. It's nuts. And from as the Volgans approach, from underneath the waterfall, Savage fires, and this huge deer skull comes flying out and like kills three guys. They're just impaled by this deer skull. And so then uh, Silk and, and Prince John grab the guns that they've dropped. They fight off the um, they fight off the Volgon troops and sort of escape. It's pretty awesome. It really is. And then 
you know, Savage gets a bit forward with his uh, with his snarky end joke at the end, which is like, oh, yeah, just invite me to your stag party. <laughs> so I'm just like, you know, you are saving his life, and I'm sure he would extend a stag party invite, but just inviting yourself like that's kind of a dick move. Yeah, he asks them to be to invite him, you know. <laughs> that's true. Until then, you're stuck with Savage, which is also a little one. That's a pretty good one. I, I just, it's always so schlock. It's you gotta, amazing. Listen, you gotta have these, uh, you gotta have these post-kill quips. Otherwise, what's the point? I really, I mean, it would be, uh, I don't know, like, ineffective chocolate, if that In, makes any sense. Indeed. So after that, uh, we learned that the only, that, uh, Bill Savage only gives Volgs one thing, the business end of his, sh- of his shooter. Oh, God. On the, the run- most awkward mug that they've drawn for him in a while. <laughs> On the run, the guys make their way to a traveling circus outside a bigger city. Uh, they're so excited for where this goes, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> their safe house in the city is compromised, and they go in the circus to hide, like in the crowds and stuff. Eventually, they sort of run through the backside of the circus and they find the bearded lady who takes out one of their pursuers and it turns out it's big it's big messy big messy awesome. yeah the uh the lady that came out of the water and uh and wrestled down colonel volgoska she's hiding out in this um in this circus as both the bearded lady and a um and a fortune teller and she loves the prince yeah she gets super smitten it's super cute and so she's part of the team, and she's going to help us get these guys out of here. That's really great. They're, like, super tired and super hungry, and she makes them some food, and they have a place to rest for a little while. Yeah, but the Volgons are sweeping the circus. So Savage and Silk go and hide inside the cannon of the human cannonballs. Oh, and is the prince, like, sick or something, or is he just injured? I think he just, like, passes out because he's so tired. He's not, like, a tough dude. He's fragile because he's, like, a prince, you know? Ah. Uh... But so, because he's kind of basically unconscious, it seems like they hide him under this table that Nessie sets up for her fortune telling act. Um, the after they search her uh, tent, <laughs> the Vogue captain gets his fortune told by Nessie as Savage and Silk climb out of the uh, cannon to investigate. The Volks find the print under the tent under the table, but at the same time, Nessie foretells of a tall, dark stranger arriving. It's Bill Savage! Oh, snap, he's going to shoot everyone with a shotgun. <laughs> the sound of the, human, of the human cannonball cannon covers some shotgun blasts, and the rest of the Volgs surrender, and Savage and Silk sh- uh, stuff them in the cage of a sleeping giant gorilla. So they make a noise to wake up the gorilla, and presumably the gorilla will, like, rip them apart, I guess? But it's time to scram, essentially. Seems like the right thing to do. Yeah. Also, At- gorillas are terrifying. I mean, you know, they're at least as bad as a polar bear, and we've seen what polar oh, bears do. Oh, God. <laughs> so, Savage, Nessie, Silk, and the Prince are all planning to make their escape. As they do, the ringmaster of the circus sort of sees them, and Volgons are pouring into the circus trying to find them. It's a Savage- lot in the shot, like a lot of troops. <laughs> yeah. Savage runs for the big top, and... As other Volgons uh, oh, follow him, he swings from a trapeze, shooting everybody in the face. <laughs> it's really good. And he's singing the trapeze song. That's right. Flies through the air with the greatest of ease. The Wait. daring young man shooting Volgs from his trapeze. 
<laughs> it's but, really strange. But that dastardly ringmaster gets him in the neck with a uh, with a whip. It's that evil mustache. Yeah, and so Savage is at the Volk's mercy. Things look bad when suddenly, boom! A big a big rig crashes through the wall of the tent. It's a uh, Nessie driving the prince with silk on the outside, shooting people down from the uh, from like the side runners. Oh, and by the way, payoff. Uh, Nessie is the one driving because, by the way, she used to be a truck driver. Absolutely, just yeah. like Bill Savage, which yeah, is where late, he met her. Yeah, Lady Lori driver. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the ringmaster tries to throw a throwing knife at Savage, and uh, Silk just shoots him right in the face. <laughs> and... <laughs> really? Oh yeah. No, like, and you see his head ripping backwards and the blood shooting out of his neck and face. It's crazy. Uh, they take down the tent, which uh, gives them a chance to escape, and they're on the road. Nessie and Bill, Bonnie and Clyde of 1999. So awesome. Uh, the last frog is uh, Savage and the guys rob a bank, like like a Volgon bank, <laughs> to fund the resistance and get the prince out of England. The high point. weird. It's like a it's a weird kind of bank job where it's just kind of like everybody just shows up with guns and takes all the money, you know. Yeah. There's a the real high point is a tank tries to stop them, but then um It's like, like a super tank too. Yeah, but luckily um Nessie was planning ahead and is disguised as like a traffic warden with a bazooka and she just freaking bazookas this um, this tank and they That's all escape. Really awesome. Meanwhile, back at uh, Volgon High Command Colonel Volgaska is brought out of the brig and says she has a plan to take down um, Savage and company. And to prove she's serious, she kills her replacement with her bare hands. And she's <laughs> given the uh, the right, or she's reinstated and is now given the, the ability to take Savage down. Which I guess, hey, you know, if you... He seemed A-OK with her just murdering that guy. That's how, man, it's an evil military and an evil military. <laughs> that's how they run things. Like, if you can kill the guy who's ahead of you, that that's how you get ahead, you know? You keep what you kill. Yeah, exactly, Riddick. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so Rose is back in, back in command and... The savage resistance is theoretically in a lot of trouble. So yeah, it was a it was a really good run of invasion. Some really ridiculous murders. Yeah, man. The uh, just savage sitting on that trapeze, singing and just blasting people with his shotgun <laughs> is really the high point of this uh, of this episode or of this month of progs. I'm really happy about Nessie showing back up because she was an amazing, like, whoa, character mm-hmm. to just suddenly show up and then wrestle a woman, yep. which means we're going to have another wrestle fight. It's going to be great. It's going to be a lot um, of stuff. But then she blows up a tank with a rocket launcher. She just had lying around, which is the fun part. Yeah, <laughs> she just kind of, like, pulls that bazooka shell out of nowhere. She just seems like the female version of Bill Savage. She's just unstoppable. Definitely. Kind of murder machine. Yeah, man. She's the, um, she's like the second strong female character of 2000 AD. Like it's her, <laughs> it's her and old one eye as like the two, the top female talent of this, Damn. um, of these comics. That's pretty true. God, I really hope she doesn't die soon. I really hope she doesn't fall into uh, a pit of spikes that people from the 24th century set up to send meat back to our time. 
That's, it's, that was supposed to make sense. It didn't. It's it sorry. sounds so weird when you just lay it out like that. Uh, all I'm saying is that's that's part of how old one I died, which is weird. This yeah. whole comic book is weird. But uh, particularly great is that I like that they're bringing Rosa back. I like where they're going with Invasion. Yeah. I like the stories. Totally. Oh, also, um, I think like in the 30s when... Rosa and Nessie talked about how they were, they were going to kick each other's asses. That was when 2080 passed the Bechdel test. So it's good times. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow. Episode 14. Progs 46 to 49. January 1978. Thrill 6. Invasion. Oh, man. We're getting uh, towards the, to the, pen, to the ultimate conclusion of invasion fox it's, uh, i don't wanna it's just it's a sad day for sure so it begins the evil rosa volgaska has a plan to take down savage and the rest of the resistance guys also has really pretty pictures of each of them on her desk they're all in fr- they're all in different frames like the savage one has like like curly cues and stuff around it it's yeah it's funny it's adorable <laughs> but uh so Rosa has a plan. The other Volgon captains are like, well, we don't like Rosa, so let's try to beat her and not use her plan instead, all right? <laughs> Just make her look bad, but they're going to nope. fail. Yeah, it, all the plan, all the attempts to take him down fail because of Savage's superior knowledge of stuff. Like, <laughs> I guess there's like a crossing in um, somewhere in England that like has a, has a daily uh, tidal wave. Just like terrifying looking, yeah. Which just comp- like takes down one set of of, uh, of pursuers after this some sweet car chase action where like Sam's jackknifes some guys off the road on his big rig and stuff. Definitely good. It's nice to see that Savage's lorry driving abilities aren't actually overestimated. You know, he's actually a pretty good truck driver. Yeah, knows where the hell to go. Also, apparently, you know, causes. Ex- well, I guess he didn't cause. No, that was Rosa. Rosa. See, all these captains were also given like recording and like camera devices by Rosa. And she is apparently, if someone looks like they're going to get the drop on Savage and, and team, she, she'll blow them up to stop them. Which, you know, might be a little bit of an overreaction, but I think it's a good, a good example of my favorite thing, which is establishing someone as evil because by their willingness to kill their own dudes. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. I appreciate when a bad guy kills their own dudes. <laughs> So okay, so that's, so that's oh, a really weird shit happens. So, well, they they all the team drives into Liverpool from the from the port at Liverpool. They're gonna make their way off of England and back to uh, to Canada, where the prince will be safely in exile. All right, mm. that's where Rose is gonna plan her attack too. Uh, the crew arrives in Liverpool and meets some resistance members, and it's definitely the Beatles. <laughs> like a hundred percent. It's a, uh, I mean, it's a, it's kind of a funny thing because it's sort of imagining what the 1978 Beatles would look like in 1999, you know? Yeah. So it's these sort of um, Abbey Abbey Road era um, Beatle guys, but sort of way old and stuff. And, and alive. Fo- yeah, and Fox. This is a critical departure of the Judge Dredd timeline from our own timeline, all right? Yeah, they live in a different universe than us, sadly. Yeah, because in Judge Dredd's history, um, the two towers aren't destroyed until some dude with a molecular disintegration ray destroys them to prove a point, sort of casually in one episode. 
Oh. And John Lennon survives until at least the year 1999. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, it's optimistic in a lot of ways. Because he's one of the one of the Beatles members that the team. So, yeah. Interestingly, only Paul George and uh, Paul George and John. Yeah, Ringo not making it out <laughs> to the resistance meeting. I don't know if that means he's dead or if he's a collaborator or what. <laughs> uh, I consider collaborator. I'll show you his art sometime and you'll understand. Oh my. So Yeah. Burn Ringo Star. Bring it. <laughs> so uh the team goes down to like some bar some neutral some bars frequented by, by people from neutral countries to try to get a, a ride for the prince back to Canada. They get attacked by Volgans. Savage, uh, Silk plays the song uh, "Happiness Is a War Gun" on his <laughs> on, on an acoustic guitar, and then they shoot and they shoot up a bunch of the Volgans with a hidden gun in the guitar. It's it was it's amazing, yeah. <laughs> and um, there's just a whole bunch of beating until finally, their bacon is they're sort of in trouble, but they get saved by this American guy named Georgia, who is also on a ship, yep. and offers to give them a ride to Canada. And it's like, oh, thanks, Georgia. All right. But then it turns out Georgia is actually Sergeant Georgie of the Volgans. Oh! And, and is betraying them as we speak. Total jerk. Yeah. So, everybody makes their way to the, what they think is Georgia's neutral ship. Mm-hmm. They have to, they get stopped by a Volgan patrol boat and have to fight their way there. Oh, also that patrol boat had so many guns. The uh, the patrol boat has a forward-facing missile launcher with what one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, fourteen missile tubes. <laughs> <laughs> not overkill in the slightest. <laughs> but it's not good enough because with just shotguns and pistols, um, Savage, Silk, Nessie, Georgia, and the Prince are able to beat the hell out of the entire ship, kill everybody on board. Yeah, I mean, they just... There's a guy who gets his back broken by Georgia. It's pretty awesome. Like, bow the ship. Yeah, but in the melee, unfortunately, Nessie gets shot in the arm. So she returns to the mainland to get medical attention. Mm -hmm. While Georgia, Savage, Silk, and the Prince continue on board the ship. But when Nessie returns to the cavern, which is, you know, famous Beatles venue and Resistance headquarters... (laughs) She finds everyone there has been killed, or at least um, arrested. And Rose and Rose is there, and she blackjacks Nessie upside the head. It's such crap. Yeah, Nessie's she's awesome. She's taken, and things look bad for her. Yeah. Meanwhile, sort of, uh, Georgie uh, sh- shows the uh, shows the crew to their cabin, and there's like, oh, I'll get that savage. I'll bend you like I'm bending this steel rod because I'm super strong. Yeah, he's pretty muck, muck ready. <laughs> so finally, oh, Savage Silk and the this one. It's terrible, man. Savage Silk and the Prince are aboard George's ship, and the boys <clears> start seeing evidence of a traitor aboard. There's like shadowy figures throwing uh, engine parts at Savage, which ends up breaking Savage's shotgun. Yeah. And later that night, Silk investigates a light hung on the mast of the ship, and it's a trap. Georgia kills a crewman named Carter and Silk. Silk is dead. It's and they terrible. Have to ditch his corpse almost immediately. Yeah, they can't keep a corpse on the ship, so they just toss the body over the side over the side of the ship. It's terrible. Oh, it's, oh Andy breaks his shotgun. 
well, his shotgun had been destroyed by yeah. the engine thing, but he sort of smashes it against the side of the ship, and sort of christening, or, or in honor of Silk's death, that um, he's lost his two best friends in this one night, trying to get the, sh- the prince to safety. Yeah. God, it's sad, man. Fast. Yeah, it was a, an amazing couple of uh, um, couple of weeks. Yeah, there was... This... Oh, go for it. We're, we're almost at the end of Invasion, and so they're raising the stakes. They're ratcheting up these stakes like crazy, you know? Yeah. Like, suddenly, characters are dying. Suddenly, Savage isn't just effortlessly winning and stuff. It's like, you know, Volgaska's really closing the trap on these guys. And it, I don't know, it just feels so much more serious right now. Like, you know, I, it was just a few issues ago that we were romping through the, the highlands, like murdering people with hatchets. Uh, yeah. Now, now things are getting, like, really serious. Um, still, you know, fairly, fairly good pace, even though they have longer amounts of... Or they, they're getting more length out of these, which I think is why they've moved them towards the center of the comic book for now. Yeah. Um, is just to give them those extra pages to really explore the story as it's getting more and more serious. Yeah, they're definitely really building up to this next move with um, an invasion. It's really it's really neat, and it's really tense. Like You kind of you see all the elements of this trap scene, and, and you know Savage doesn't, and so... You really are just waiting for like when they're going to drop the boom on him, when the actual trap is going to be is going to be be sprung and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it's really nervous, man. I don't know. I'm I'm not looking forward to the end of Invasion, but it is getting quite good. I mean, you know, it's been a stalwart. It's the last. Um, it's the last story from that's you know it's run in every issue from the first one. It's the only one that's done that. Yeah. Yeah, especially with Mach One ending this month and stuff like that. Oh you know? yeah, God, we lost all of the all it's the, the last, OGs. Soon. Yeah, it's the last of the premier comics. Wow. Episode fifteen, Progs fifty to fifty one, February nineteen seventy eight. Thrill six invasion. Oh, oh it's head. the end of invasion, buddy. It's real sad. Only the good die young. <laughs> Only two um, invasion actual episodes this this month. Uh, the first with Savage and the Prince still reeling from the death of Peter Silk. They completely buy that the British Royal Liner has arrived to prince up the to pick up the Prince, but it's actually the evil Rosagog Volgaska in disguise with yeah, gross with Nessian chains. Such garbage. She's such a perfect woman. Mm. The uh, the prince is taken hostage, but Savage escapes. He swims back to the uh, previous ship, only to find the entire crew of that ship murdered. And Georgia <laughs> has now con- changed into Georgie in full Volgon uniform. Yeah, I also call him Tiny Arms because in the next Prague, he's got really small arms. <laughs> <laughs> well, like they're they're muscular, but they're T Rexy, you know. Yeah, it's weird. But so in the final Prague, Georgie kind of kicks the crap out of Savage, but our man Bill manages to find a distress rocket launcher in the and ship's hold. Nuts. I love his crazy face. He uh, he blows Georgie away with it, and then starts attacking the royal yacht with it. <laughs> now it's they're the ones such in distress. A good shot. It's such a good shot because like they're all standing on the ship, and and uh, Rosa's like sitting in this like fancy chair, just watching 
them beat the shit out of each other from far away, mm-hmm. and they just see this guy flying off the side of the ship, like like fire streaming behind him. And they're like, damn, Georgie just like punched him off the side of the ship. And they go floating over, use a little hook to pull him up, and they're like, oh, oh no, that's Georgie, and he's got a rocket sticking inside <laughs> Yeah, and then Savage starts shooting them, and I just want to mention that I said previously that uh, he's using a distress rocket launcher, and now they're the ones in distress. Oh, yes. That's my joke. Thank you. I don't want, I want everybody to hear it in its full glory. Um, I find it to be perfect. So, in, so, uh, Rosa shoots, so, like, the prince tries to escape, and Rosa shoots him, but before she can finish him off, Nessie wraps her chains around Rosa, the two of them wrestle, and then go off the side of the ship, falling into the water, presumably to their deaths. I like to think that she just became the, uh, the goddess of the ocean, as Ness was supposed to. Certainly possible. <laughs> um, Fits into her character arc, man. She came from the ocean, that goes back from whence she came. It's It's true. So savages uses so savage uses the uh, ship guns to kill all the Volgs, and eventually the uh, stolen royal yacht is picked up by American and Canadian fleets. Um, savage and the prince sail into the Saint Lawrence estuary, and it's over. And that's it for invasion. Such like uh, bittersweet man, like fanfare and everything. But it was a good end. Like yeah, really good action. Yeah, Savage will return in 1979. For the prequel story, Disaster 1990. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Britain will eventually be liberated by American forces using newly created Hammerstein robots, as we'll see pieces of in a few months when Robusters comes to 2000 AD. And that was Invasion! Oh, I was so awesome. I can't stand it. My eyes are bleeding. I don't have any more eyes. <laughs> Uh, a quick correction, though. Um, at one point in the uh, in the story, I say that I say that I couldn't find anything about uh, like Highland wildcats. I was searching for the wrong thing. I should be looking for Scottish wildcats, also known as Highland tigers. They oh. are both very cool and critically endangered, and so everybody should know about this and uh, whatever. Do their part. Huh, looking these up right now. Yeah. Learn more at. Horrible. Yeah, learn more at scottishwildcats.co.uk. I'm giving them, like, at least 5 or 10 euro. <laughs> oh, wait, no, it's like pounds over there, right? Yeah, don't worry about it too much. Uh, <laughs> or at least, I'll send it in gross. Yeah, at least not on the show. So, uh, a few quick a few quick mentions. Um, old Bill and uh, Peter both ap- uh, appear in several stories in... The 2000 AD and Dandier annuals and sci-fi specials, but honestly, those stories aren't that great, and I don't want to sort of end our collection here on a sour note of us kind of being dissatisfied with the coverage in the in the in the uh, annuals and specials and stuff. And to be fair, I completely didn't read those. So yeah, I, I figured. Read them. Yeah, don't worry about it. Uh, Bill Savage returned, of course, to 2000 AD in 1979 in the prequel story, Disaster 1990. And w- and was brought back to life by Pat Mills in 2004 in a series that's still running. Oh my God, are you serious? Yeah. Hey, listen. You know, we'll get there soon enough. Well, no, but we'll get there eventually. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> okay, Fox. What were your top three moments of invasion? If you can think of just three, if we've yet to narrow uh, it down to just so, three, I guess. So I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say top three. 
because this mm-hmm. whole fucking thing is my top. Here, <laughs> Here's what I do want to do for you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to name about, these are pretty quick. I'm going to name about five of these. They're little gifts to you. So in Prague 1, Savage goes to a bar, or sorry, I think this was Prague, Prague 2. Mm-hmm. So uh, Savage goes to a bar and buys the Volgon patrons a few shots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No? All right. Uh-oh. A man named Quarry comes to kill Bill, yeah. his quarry, and ends up falling into a quarry. Oh, no! Okay, there's something. There you go. Bill Savage attacks a slave market, first whipping a dude with a, with a chain, then a wrecking ball, then a literal whip, three-act structure. <laughs> okay, decent. All right, we're getting a little better. Savage and Co. blow up a helicopter with wood axes. <laughs> <laughs> well, they use weren't there guys hanging from the helicopter, and they use the axes to like cut the guys from the oh, bottom no, of the helicopter. There is, they explode the helicopter with it. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I I went through all of the pages just to make sure I got the best. <laughs> uh, Savage shoots some dudes with a shotgun loaded with a staghorn. Mm. That one's pretty good. Uh, Volgaska, in all of her beauty and a cape, reveals that the boat to ferry the prince back was a hoax, and Savage uh, had to escape, leaving the prince and Nessie behind, only to then shoot the double-crossing dude in the stomach with a rocket that sent him flying off of the ship. (laughs) Absolutely. Take that, Grigori. And then, I guess, just like a final one. I can't really decide... Uh, okay, uh, Bill Savage, wait, where is this? Uh, the, uh, the Volgans use a giant truck, or several giant trucks, that are firing what are called Manseeker missiles, uh, towards English people who are trying to run into Scotland, and so Savage uses trees and rocks to make a trebuchet, and that kills all of them, I guess. (laughs) That's, so many, two dudes fire so many rocks from those trebuchets. (laughs) I just, like, I'm picking out of these... Just so that, like, I, I just wanted to remember. These were the immediate random ones that I pulled. I love this whole fucking thing. All of it was my favorite. Absolutely. I have a, I have a top three. One has got to be when the Volgons attack Bill while he's taking a bath. And he's got his shotgun covered in a rubber ducky. And he shoots the Volgons and just shouts, Quack, quack, Volgs! That's my favorite yeah. thing almost ever. It's so ridiculous. Um, the next one was um, when when Savage is taken captive by the evil Colonel Volgaska, and he's saved by female truck driver Big Nessie <laughs> emerging from Loch Ness in like a bathing suit, and then her and Volgaska having a huge wrestling match on the shores of the loch. While this is all being televised. Oh yeah, as it's being televised to the nation, of course. And then... My last big, my last big one was just um, when they were attacking this weapons plant, and Bill Savage backs a truck full of acid up to the factory and empties the truck of acid into of danger acid into the factory, <laughs> killing everybody inside because the whole place is full of that deadly acid now. Oh my god! Did you know that that was a three-part? Um uh attack issue i believe so yeah series yeah it's like they get a message from the king and then the sas uh try to raid in because the colonel thinks it's a good idea and mm-hmm. he's like again the brigadier nah, yeah I'm just gonna back this danger acid into that gotta get the danger acid in there yeah okay absolutely okay fox do you have any final thoughts for invasion i miss you
please call me baby. Like, have my people call your people or just, you know, I don't want to wait till 2004. That's like 400 jillion episodes from now. I mean, Savage will do some little guest star spots here and there, probably most notably in an Armored Gideon storyline where all the previous stars of Launch 2080 show up, but that's not till like Prog 800 also, so it's still a ways away. Okay. Yeah, while rarely, I think, on on people's minds as like a true classic 2080 story, um, in you know invasion isn't really trying to make a point or be profound it's just trying to have some fun and revel in comic book violence it's just yeah. like a ridiculous over the top 80s like canon action movie you yes. know like death wish invasion usa kind of thing in comic form you know it's got english accents but that's otherwise it's just sort of chuck norris shooting dudes and making and and and, and making quips and there's nothing wrong with that kind of on-the-nose schlock. I feel like they knew what they were doing, and by the end, they nearly mastered it. Especially it sort of... Shows. Yeah, especially here in its natural environment in, like, a children's comic book in 1977. <laughs> I mean, if not here, then when, you know? It's just... Like, exactly. It's, it's, it's really fun, and it's something that, again, you know, I talk about this a, li- a, a, a lot, but... It's so crazy seeing these Red Dawn, this Red Dawn murder fest in comic books, which for me is so closely linked to like bright shining, either bright shining superheroes or like grim, dark, um, anti superheroes, basically. Yeah, <laughs> like, as opposed to a good guy who's just crazy. Exactly. So that's it for our episode. I hope you enjoy it and the coverage of Bill Savage's War Against the Volgans. You can find Space Spinner 2000 on iTunes, Stitcher, the Google Play Store, or on our podcast site at Cradoline.com. You can contact us at spacespinner2000 at gmail.com or on our Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter pages. On Twitter, we're at spacespinner2k. For everything else, just look for Space Spinner 2000, and we should be there. And we'll be back next week for more early 2000 ultraviolence. Until then, I'm Conrad, he's Fox, and this has been the Space Spinner 2000 collection for Invasion! Splendid for Thrig!